You are now listening to Nerd Thug Radio. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Station. And worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't forget, you can catch us at that Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Why are you talking like that? Come say hi. What's happening right now? I'm just talking like my normal (laughs) self. I don't know what you mean. So uh, check out the Facebook page. There is a lot of fun stuff that goes on. We we post daily. We interact. So drop a line, say hi. Um, if you have any ideas for the show you want us to talk about, we're all ears. We'll whoop, listen. Whoop. We'll do whatever, whatever, whatever. So uh, last week was the Fourth of July. Yes. Independence yes. Day. True. Nerd Thug celebrated in Nerd Thug style. Well, at least three of us did because old Nikki DLG wasn't there for our that's true Independence Day pool party. He couldn't be bothered. He right. could not be bothered. They couldn't pull up the funds for the appearance fee. Yeah. And his weird. representatives turned us down. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. His representatives turned us down. We got a hold of the management and they said, nope. no. It's a no go. So the biggest thing that came the out manager told you no. of our Independence Boy. Day pool party, besides yeah. just having fun, soaking in the pool all day with family and friends. We found out you're pregnant. Congratulations. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Having an alien. Now. Yeah. No, we uh, concluded... The Nerd Thug Radio first ever weight loss challenge. True, true. Uh, we had a bet on the line, and the winners had to shave their beards. Mm hmm, mm hmm. And the losers had to shave their beards. Yeah, I'm sorry. Not winners. The losers had to shave their beards. And as you can see, none of us won. <laughs> none of the three of us won. None of us. Get the cam there, get the cam there. Um, the best part about it to me was Zach Attack lost. <laughs> I feel so bad because he lost by what he's point one. He okay, so it was the three of us uh, on this show, mm-hmm. Zach Attack, and then our friend Donnie Utah that fills in every once in a while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We went by weight percentage. Rather that's than, the only fair thing to do, right? Rather than total weight loss. Mm-hmm. And so at the pool party, we all decided we'll show up, we'll weigh in, and we'll shave there. Well, it was just me, the Corey DLG, and Zach Attack that showed up, and so. The whole day we're kind of waiting for everybody's stuff. I knew I lost from the beginning. I've been saying this for months. Yeah, so. you really had. Like, and you, I just, I just didn't care. You phoned it in by the end there. I, I phoned it in. I did. You want to reveal your results to the yeah, world? Yeah, I lost point four pounds. I was pretty <laughs> excited about that. In the I middle of a weight loss much, challenge, didn't do much better. Lost like what three? Yeah, three. And so, at, at, so at that point, uh, Zach, Quitters, Zach Attack is winning. Right. Zach Attack is winning, and he's yeah, he's excited. ahead of me. He's, he's ahead of me. He's already like planning on how to collect his money, and he oh. wants to use it towards tattoos and. He's telling everybody at his party that he won this weight loss challenge, and it's just this great thing, and we're waiting for Donnie to give it in. And so Donnie shoots his weight in. Me and Zach on the sidelines. We're crunching numbers, and Donnie wins by point-tenth of a percent. A tenth of a percent is what Donnie Utah beat the Zach attack by. By point one. By point one. Demolished. And so uh, we went to the sidelines, the three of us, and we immediately shaved the faces. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I went first because I had the least to lose because, come on, let's be quite frank. I don't have a beard at all. Not at all. I'm rocking the Carlos Correa usually. And you're actually in violation of the agreement. No, I shaved this morning. No, you did not. I did. You can't prove that I didn't. Yeah, I can because you didn't submit a photo as per the rules and you haven't been No one's asked me to. Listen, you're, not, you're supposed to listen. honor a bet. Okay. You're supposed to be also, a man of integrity. And you were also as well, and nor did you baby face shave day one either. I wasn't the biggest loser. But everyone was supposed to baby shave face. Baby shave face. Baby face shave, and nobody did. I, so. I mean, every all no, no, three no, no, of us no. participated at the yeah, same we, level. We so I don't shaved, know how, like... We just shaved with a zero, and okay. you didn't go baby face. So 
I missed one day so far. No one's asked for a picture. No, you have not. I missed one day Joy, so far. Joy, that is not one day of and, clean shaven uh, for you. The best part, though, is Zach. I've never seen him without a beard in the last, like, how many years? Yeah. It's yeah. been a while. It's been... You, on the other hand, you've we've I mean, gone through some yeah. phases. You've come over. You said, shave me. We shave you, blah, 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 and move on. From head to toe. But Zach, on the other hand, no. And so go to the Facebook page, and you will <laughs> see the videos of Corey DLG and Zach Attack losing their... Infamous beards. Zach and I should have a beard grow off. Now. Y'all should. Yes, that is great. Who can grow their beard the fastest? So, like, we'll pick a date, and whoever has the longer beard owes the other twenty bucks. That's fair. Deal, right? Yeah. Zach, we just nailed it. Yeah. Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. <laughs> Be prepared. But other than that, man, we had a we had a nice. we had a good uh, Fourth of July. Nobody lost their fingers. Yeah, nobody in a. I know, and I was waiting for it too, man. Nope, nope, no. There was Good. we had we had one neighbor who like popped fireworks for like a continuous like fifteen minutes. It was really impressive. Yeah, that yeah. actually is pretty impressive. That's pretty cool. I uh, I heard I didn't participate in the Woodlands firework display this year, um, but I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say that I heard from several sources it wasn't as impressive as it has been in the past. Which is weird because there's a lot of new money in the Woodlands, so you'd think that they'd have some spare funds to throw around. Right, right. Nah. People um, more important than fireworks. They getting cheap on us? Yeah. I guess so. And the weather, I think, was hindering people. I heard the ones out in Lake Conroe didn't start till about an hour after they usually do. Uh, so there was quite a people who were contacting me on Wednesday disappointed about fireworks. Like, I was the firework, you know. Connoisseur. Connoisseur or impresario well, look, or whatever. You walk around, you know, acting like you're the man about town. You're going to expect results. I am the man about town. And I will get results for next year. <laughs> Um, I, have, yeah. I have a strongly worded letter yeah. <laughs> waiting for you. Yeah. I will write a strongly worded letter. I will go on Public City TV, which you can see us every Tuesday and Thursday at 3 o'clock, and I will make a statement. Okay. All right. All right. Probably nice not, little though. throw in there. Yeah. All right. I'm getting pretty decent at it. Uh, other than that, um, boys and girls, anything else exciting happened over uh, the week since we last talked to our Nerd Thug listeners here in Conroe, Texas? Um... No? No. No? No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's been kind of a kind of a slow week. The, the holiday really kind of throws oh, the week man, off. Oh, man. The right? holiday right. really jacked it up. So I don't know how most of you were, but I think me and DLG were in the same boat. We had to work Monday, but we were off Tuesday. Right. And so that just threw just a wrench in everything. Three days. Right. Right. It's kind of a weird thing because, like, the whole time you're working Monday, you're like, can't wait to get out of here and then come back, come back Wednesday. Like, right. it's just kind of a weird and then when you're off Tuesday, all you're thinking about is like, well, I got to go work tomorrow. Right. So it's like, it's so just Monday night. Yeah, Monday night, you're like, man, I could stay up late tonight. Right. But then Tuesday, you're like, got mm. to go to bed early. Got to go to bed early. That's I did it. notice a lot of uh, police officers out Wednesday morning, early Wednesday yeah, morning I on don't, the freeways. I don't think that was a coincidence. I don't think so either. They were looking for those guys still swerving <laughs> on the road at 6 a.m. I wonder how many they found. We can check some some source there. I bet. Yeah, I bet there's. Out. I bet there's. There were a few. I bet. Uh, probably more than a few. I would say. <laughs> Good job. We back the the men in blue here at Nerd Thug Radio. Uh, we support. Yes. We yes. support the people. We support yes. the black and the blue. Is that right? Black and blue. Black and blue. I don't uh, think it's black correct. and yellow. I mean, no. I know that's the Steelers. Black and blue. I think I'm, the blue wall. I don't know. I don't know. The I don't know you. We'll just have to ask Henry. Yeah, we can. Our ask. our local friend Henry. Local Our nerd thug, inside guy, in the police department. Just keep giving just him more subtitles. Him. Yeah, no, right. yeah, we'll just give as many subtitles. Can't really be an inside guy if you named him. Oh, we just name dropped him. Yeah. Um, our our, our inside, inside source. Our inside source within the police department. Fair, His name is Henry. Inside source, not inside like. 
I mean, anonymous in, source. Inside sort of implies that they don't know you're a source. Well, I didn't give him. I didn't give him his last name. Right. I mean, so right. they'll Henry, round up the eight Henry Henrys and get on right. their Facebook page. Right. And, and they'll probably and choose like, the white one, and they'll be like, "Yes, we did it. Man, we passed it." Now you've oh, given them, yeah. no, I just yeah. failed. Yeah. Now I just blew it. I'm a little worried about you, Henry. I think you might crack under pressure. Yeah. If he's even listening. Good fellas. Good fellas. Good fellas. Good fellas. Good stuff. Have you seen that movie, Nico? No, of course yeah, not. Yeah, probably not. I've seen no movie. Of if it importance. isn't animated right. in, in another language, he hasn't Nico seen hasn't it. seen it. I've, That's uh, not true. I've, I've seen a book little... of life. Only part of that is in Spanish. That's okay. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> I've seen a couple of old school movies uh, over the past week that really, you know, I hadn't seen in a while and it was really good. Like, like watched... old school? No, yeah, that's a great movie. <laughs> so that's what we were saying. I watched uh, the first Pirates of the Caribbean again. Okay, okay. Uh, Curse of the Black Pearl. Really good stuff. Uh, which one was on? The the third one at World's End was on Tuesday. Oh, yeah? The Davy Jones one. Yeah, yeah. we were watching that Squid one. Man. With Squidman and Shark Guy and yeah, Eel Guy. Good, yeah, that's a good one. I can't forget Eel Guy. Can't forget the Eel Guy. Do you think he died? Yeah, he definitely died. Remember, they, they like scissored his head off. Right, but they keep coming. Like they kept coming back. Like if you stabbed one of them, he he would get back up. I don't get know. Get back up again. They were kind of like zombie sea creature things. I, I guess, weren't they like eternity to the Flying Dutchman? So I'm assuming they just like eventially came back. Right. Like they were like, just like drift to sea and then like show up again. If they 100 years to Davy Jones. Right, and then they die. Like that's how they have all that stuff on them because they... Yeah, fair point. Yeah. That okay, was the third so, one? What was the second one? So you're effectively second, immortal. Davy Jones one was two parts. Was it? Yes. And so the, the second one ended with Jack Sparrow getting killed. Right. Kira Knightley ties him to the mast to lure the Kraken and okay. then blows the Kraken up. So Jack Sparrow is dead. Right. They go, they're all sad. And remember, Barbosa dies at the end of the first one. Right. And they re- resurrect so, him. No. So when they go to find the little Creole lady, mm-hmm. to they're going to go resurrect Jack. Barbosa's hanging out with her already. Calypso. Really? When, when they, at the end of the second Calypso's one. Calypso's the third one. Calypso's or? the third one, but she's in the second one. Yeah. Okay. So when they go to find Calypso. They go into her little creepy shanty witch mm-hmm, hut, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Okay, well, we gotta, we gotta go rescue Jack. We gotta, we gotta go get him from the the Sea of the Dead or whatever it's called." And they're like, "We need a captain. Yeah. Who's gonna lead us?" And then he shows and, up, and he's like, "He's already there, right?" Hanging. He's like, well, "I'll be your captain." She brings him back or something similar to that. She's like, "Captain." Uh, the fourth house. one is when like, they very unmortal Barbosa. The fourth yeah. one is they go to find the Fountain of Youth. Correct. Right? That's the one yeah. with the mermaid tears. That one's pretty good. Yeah. I like that one. I do too. That one had a uh, Selma Hayek and mm-hmm. uh, I forget the dude's name, but he's really, really yeah. good. He's in um, he's in American Gods, Gods. right now. He's also in uh, fantastic. He's also in Deadwood. Ian he, McShane. Is that Ian it? McShane. That is it. <clears throat> and he plays nothing but like casually intense, right? Yeah. yeah. Like laid back, but like, would you say? And you're yeah. like, no, you're cool, man. My fault. And then when he gets <laughs> into head. it, he gets into it. Right. And that guy can take it to eleven. Like also that. did a uh, Men in Black trilogy. Marathon over the weekend, last weekend, one, two, that, and three. How's that go? Like when you watch them all together like that, I is like it. it. Is it okay? Yeah, and it's really it's it, Will Smith and all. Yeah, Will Smith's the greatest. <laughs> I mean, we're, don't get me wrong. We're about to jump out to our first break here, but it's it's really weird to when you watch the first two and then you take a moment, you step back and realize it was ten years before they released number three. Right, right. And uh, you're like, man, that was a long time, but doesn't feel like you you miss a beat at all. And then and then it's Josh Brolin doing Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> he is so good. He's such a good Josh Brolin is such a good it's actor. It's such a good Tommy Lee Jones that he does too. Yeah, it's perfect. So great. Hey Slick. Yeah. <laughs> How do you know my name? <laughs> That's my favorite line. I remember the movie first came out. A guy I worked with, we just walked around work the entire time and someone would say something to us and we'd be like, How'd you know my name? 
<laughs> over and over again. Imagine working around the office. So you imagine working around my office. Yeah, yeah. I've seen your office, and frankly, some of those people don't know your name. <laughs> um, they didn't then. Now they know. That's right. That's right. Now they know who I am. I'm on the big radio station in Conroe, Texas. Oh, easy. Oh, yeah. Easy, Hollywood. Easy. Let's check out to a break real quick. We got back. Corey DLG has tons of notes about tons of nerdy stuff that's going down. We're going to get into it. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. All right, which one come in? All right, guys, we've come to the point in the show where we need to tell you about our friends, Space Cadets. These guys host all of our favorite nerd events on a regular basis, from hero clicks to Dungeons and Dragons. From Pokemon to Star Wars Destiny, they've got it all. With one of the largest nerd inventories I've ever seen, there's practically nothing you can't find at Space Cadets. Brian has long been a friend of the show, and the most important thing to stress to you guys today is how family-friendly and great-to-go-to Space Cadets really is. The Savage family regularly makes the trip there, and Joey, Nico, and myself regularly play different events there. Check the Facebook page for times and games scheduled this week. That's Space Cadets Gaming Gaming Collection Collection on Robinson Road in the Woodlands. When you go, let them know that Nerd Thug Radio sent you, and you get 10% off your highest ticket item. That's right. Save 10% off your highest ticket item if you say Nerd Thug Radio. This is Chuck Huber, the voice of Android 17 and Dr. Stein. Nerd Thug Radio is awesome. I'm just waiting for it to hit right here. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. <laughs> doing a, like a just, revival over there? I was just was feeling it, man. I was feeling it. <laughs> You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio, Conroe, Texas, and everybody else worldwide that jams the podcast that drops every Tuesday Yep. on yep. the uh, nerdthugradio.com and also facebook.com backslash nerdthugradio. True. So in a couple weeks, Corey DLG, one of the biggest... I would say probably the biggest comic event of the year happens. Say what? <laughs> Dude, hold on, let's try it again. Maybe one of the biggest comic events of the year? Say what? Right, wouldn't you say? San Diego Comic-Con? Yeah, I guess so. What's bigger than SDCC? New York SDCC. I don't think New York's bigger <laughs> no, than that. No, I mean, um, also, okay, I just, I... what makes San Diego the biggest is the level of participation from Hollywood. Right. That's All what right. makes it the biggest. Right. Because this so... one has the most stars, the most star-studded mm-hmm. events and panels and things of that nature. Right, right. And so, so yes, yes. yeah, I would say it's probably... I think it's the only convention that also sells out. <clears throat> yeah. Man, so one thing that me and you have always talked about over the last six years, specifically, is we want to go to San Diego Comic-Con. Oh, so bad. But literally, you have to buy your ticket like almost a year in advance. Right. Like, it's insane. And um, this was crazy. I knew uh, it's a friend of a friend, and one of her friends was working for a production company. Okay. And she doesn't even know anything nerd or crazy at all. And then her friend got her and her son to pass this to San Diego Comic-Con. <laughs> You're like, what? Fired. Right. I was like, are you serious? She's like, yeah, we're going to fly out and just go. And I was like, you what? I mean. You know nothing about what's right. going on. But, um, I mean, a lot of cool yeah. stuff happens there. No, and then, you know, they went and they had a blast and the kid saw a bunch of famous people. Well, plus they said a perfect time. It's during July, so it's during the summer. Right. It's and San, San Diego's Diego. never ugly anyway. No, it's beautiful. So it's perfect timing to right. have it. Um, it's actually the 20th through the 23rd this year. Uh-oh. So just in a couple weeks. Um, so in prep, uh, we have internally decided we're going to preview uh, SDCC a little bit in the coming weeks. So this week, uh, specifically, we want to talk about the DC presence at San Diego Comic-Con. Right. And they are, Accurate. They are going yes. all full blast on board with their TV stuff at this year's Comic-Con. Well, they don't have a movie... Per se to push right now. They don't. 
Justice League Two. I mean, Justice League One comes out in November. <laughs> Justice League Two already. Sorry. But but Sorry they but last year they last year they pitched it pretty hard. Sorry. So right, they just have Justice League coming out. That's right. it. That's, and they and they kind of already did the meet the cast and all that. Um, in their minds, probably they sort of probably wish San Diego was after the the premiere. Right. But one thing we we've, we've both talked about on the show a lot is. One thing DC has been doing very right is their television production Correct. stuff. They've Correct. been doing their a TV, great job. Their TV work is far, far, far better than their movie work. And then, and I think they're bringing all of the CW shows to San Diego Comic Con. So you got The Flash, you got Arrow, you've got um, Supergirl, Supergirl, you've got uh, Legends of Tomorrow. And then one of the big things I saw that was kind of interesting is this year they're going to be showing three pilot episodes of their three newest. TV ventures, which will be uh, Krypton, which I believe is on the Sci-Fi Channel or TNT, one of the two. I think Sci-Fi. Sci-Fi. I think um, they're going to be showing Black Lightning, which is also CW, mm-hmm. and then Young Justice Three. They're going to show the season premiere, and we're pre- that. That's the one I'm most excited about. Yeah, right. me too. I'm um, so excited, but yeah, so sad at the same right. time. So DLG, those three shows. Run them down. What do you think? Um, I think. Krypton will last about four episodes. That's the that's the one that probably has the least amount of time to uh, to shine. I don't understand. So from what I under, from what I gather, the the pitch is essentially Superman's granddad mm-hmm. um, was cool, and they're doing a show about him. Right. So the only thing I can think of is because Gotham has been so successful, right, without Batman really per se, that they think, oh, we can. Maybe do the same thing with Superman, but they're wrong. But the only thing that they, the only thing that I think they're gonna have going for, like I'm, I'm with you. I, I don't think it's gonna be as good as they hope it is. Right. But then again, they are on Sci-Fi, so the numbers that they need to succeed aren't as high as well, if they put it on. Correct. But I still Fox think, I still think it doesn't. I don't think it makes it out of the game. It better have a great story and some great graphics. Well, not. Well, here's the thing. Think about what they're really doing. Essentially, it's gonna be Superman's. Dad is going to be a kid in uh-huh. this show, right? So there's literally no ties to Superman at all. Not really, no. They're not because Superman was a baby when he was even born on Krypton. So this is just a show about a planet that We've never... you, the viewer, knows will explode in like 30 years, right? And then that's it. Like nothing right. else. Yeah. Like it. It doesn't. It's just. It's just a sci-fi show. Yeah. And so the one thing that I can attribute it to is everyone probably who listens to the show has in some form or fashion seen or heard of Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, yeah. So they did a show, a prequel to that, called Caprica. Right. Everyone knows the end result. There's nowhere that's inhabited for humans. They're on the ship. They're running from Cylons. But then they still did the show to, like, prequel to set it up. And while I enjoyed it, because I'm very different than everybody else, I think it lasted one, maybe two seasons. Yeah, I think it's only two seasons. But the other thing is for that one, is it was telling a different story because everyone it right. was telling like the origin of the Cylons, right? So everyone can can fairly say, hey, I don't, you know, what are the Cylons? Like, Where did they what? come from? How did yeah. it happen? So right. that's that's a fair story to tell, but like no one's ever banging down the door going like, what happened on Superman before Superman blew up? Yeah, tell me about Superman's pappy. Right. Like that's not ever. That's not a big point of contention. It's almost right. like they want to tell an original story, but they're just using the name Krypton because people are familiar with that. Exactly. And I kind of feel like that's what they're doing, so that's yeah. why I think it's going to That's how I feel it's going to be. It's going to turn off the people that are asking to watch it, and, and then who who's going to be left. I mean, I'm going to watch it at least the first couple of and then And then Black Lightning. Yeah, that's the next um, one. They, they come out of the gate making a huge mistake already, which is 
it's not tied into the other C- right. CW universes. And when we first pitched this, makes no that was sense. my big gripe. But you, on the other hand, you were like, well, maybe, I mean, eventually they're going to have to tie it in. People are going to be right. like. There's no choice. There's no yeah, way. People are like, you have to put this right. in, the, in there. And so with the um, Legends of Tomorrow show and all the alter reality stuff they kind of do, um, I can see them bringing it full circle. But yeah, you're right. If you're going to make another CW show, why not just have it part of the three? It. If you're going right. to make it a CW live action show, yeah. the easiest thing to do is to make it connected so that you can promo them together. Right. And when Supergirl started on another network, they, they still they crossed said, over. They said it was a different reality. Mm-hmm. And then when they wanted to do crossovers, well, Flash can run between realities. So right. it fixes it. Well, and so now the issue is... This is a third uh, reality? Or right. is this in with Supergirl? You don't know. And then in between all the other... Flash and other stories like now at this point there's like five realities right so now this black lightning one is a sixth so it makes it super difficult just like now, why now even... it's just getting more convoluted right and right because the... at some point they're gonna it, it there's no way they're not gonna have these crossovers yeah i think the exactly. premise is good i think it's gonna be pretty good but in order for it to i think succeed long term it has to be part of that universe what if they do something kind of neat here and they cross it over but every every character every actor plays like a different version of their character. That would I, that would work. I would be okay with that, like a Bizarro World type, like not even Bizarro World, like but something like instead that. Of like yeah, instead of like an Elseworlds type like thing. Instead even. of Green Arrow playing, instead of Ollie being Green Arrow, when Oliver Queen shows up, when Oliver Queen shows up, I'm sorry, he he's like Bruce Wayne, and then it turns out he's the Batman, okay. or like uh, the Flash is like oh who's that red blur, or like he's a villain. Right, or it could even be like Oliver Queen is still just Oliver Queen, but Thea is actually the red, the Green Arrow. Right. Or they bring or, uh, or Merlin's the Green Arrow. Or they bring what's his name back? Um, right. Who was the, the the Red Arrow, and he's actually the Green Arrow. Right. Right. Or you know, it's or, Kid Flash or, now. Or, or not Supergirl. Supergirl is like Power Girl. Right. I mean, See, you, that, that would work. That would be cool. I could dig that. I could get behind that. My only issue is just that. I mean, that's the only way they can do it now. Right. right. So now that brings us full circle to Young Justice Season 3. The most important premiere in the history uh, of Me premieres. and the kids just uh, began re-watching because, according to Netflix, as of August 1st, Young Justice will be off of Netflix. So I don't know if that means that the DC streaming service is launching. I have a month to finish everything. Yeah, I don't know if it's launching early or if there's like a month waiting nah. period. We don't know this stuff. They're, they'll probably just pull it far enough in advance so people don't uh, get a chance to watch they're it. Gonna, they're going to they're gonna build demand back up. Exactly. So it's going to be completely unwatchable for like probably two months. Right, months. but it's been so long since part two. I'm really excited to see I know, man. how they tie in season three and still make it relevant. And completely different still... story. Completely new characters. I don't know. <sighs> no, it's the same no, characters. They, they, they have set the same... up so well the end with Darkseid. Well, they've even had like some of the same uh, voice actors have come back in. Yeah, and stuff. So, I mean, it's parts. the same characters. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I'm, uh, I mean. And season two did such a cool thing. <sighs> season two was so much better than season one. Season two, for those who don't know, so season one is it's teenagers and they're superheroes. They're the sidekicks and they kind of form their own team. Right, right. Season two actually jumps ahead five years in the universe. Mm-hmm, so when, when season two starts, there's a new Robin. Um, and the first Robin from the first season is now Nightwing. Right. I mean, everyone has progressed. Their stories have all moved in those five years, and they touch on the relevant bits throughout the season. They've grown up, too, which is The cool. characters have grown up. You see some of them moved into the league now. Like, I mean, they've really, they really go out of their way to to move the story and, and, and tell stories with the characters. So, I mean, they did a really good job with the second season, so my thought is that they're going to kill the third season. They, they've had, so. like, five years to think about it. I hope so, because... Right. 
as an adult male, I will say I really like this cartoon. Those are awesome cartoons. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I'm so fine good. with that. DC has done such a great job yeah, with their again, cartoon stuff. Their animated stuff has always been what and they real kill. quick, yeah, real quick, do you want to take us yeah, out of here so, on the news you told me today about animated stuff? Yeah, so they did. So they've announced they announced a couple things. I don't know if this is like in anticipation of as uh, San Diego, but whatever. Uh, they're coming up on the 10 year anniversary of the DC animated universe. Uh-huh, oh, uh-huh. Nice. So they're going to release a box set which includes every original animated movie starting with Superman Doomsday all the way through. It's over oh, 30 movies. That's it's crazy. Awesome. It's going to be a 32 disc box set. Nice. It's going to have all the extras and shorts yep. and everything else that they've done in between. All right. Now, now I only need to buy one thing. My right. first question was. How much is this? Yeah, yeah, they did not release a price. Oh no! But thirty-two okay, so movies box real set. Quick, books. Real quick, thirty seconds before you get out of here. They're releasing this box set. Wouldn't you think it'd be smarter instead of releasing this box set to release all this on the streaming service and have people want to buy the streaming service to get these videos now? Uh, no, I think this is kind of. I think this is te- can time with it because this is probably going to be like two hundred bucks. Right. So. Do you want to pay $10 a month and watch? They can put them in both places. Right. Hey, $10 a month, you can watch whichever one of these you want. But if you want the cool collector's edition thing. With all the extras and. And all the extra stuff, I, I'm, 200 bucks. I'm going to pay the 10 bucks a month. I, I'm going to think long and hard. So I can see Young Justice 3. Yeah. That's the only reason. And the uh, Teen Titans let me get show. The, let me get that free trial. Yeah, I am, I am Titans about the Titans. Let's jump out to a break real quick. When we come back, we'll get into some more nerdy stuff. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Hey guys, Joey Savage with Nerd Thug Radio. Conroe's newest sports bar, Wild Thing, is a modern-day rustic saloon with all-American charm. Wild Thing, a bar and restaurant in the Conroe Woodlands area, right off FM 1488 and I-45 with a welcoming ambiance and atmosphere of delicious food, relaxation, and quality entertainment. Wild Thing has over 70 televisions regularly airing local and nationally televised sporting events, as well as daily specials and pricing. Wild Thing Bar and Restaurant, the best scenery in town. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. I am the Captain Joey Savage. Sitting across from me is my heterosexual life partner. Corey DLG. And Nico DLG. You're listening to episode 65 of the Nerd Thug Radio. Uh, we are on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister station. Every Monday from 1 to 3, you can catch us worldwide at... IRLoneStar.com. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we're also on My City TV here on Sun Lake here in the Conroe area, Montgomery County. Yeah. So every Tuesday and Thursday at 3, you can see these beautiful faces, those two, and then my ugly mug. Um, mm. And you mm. can watch us. Mm. Or you can catch us on mm. the, the YouTube, right? YouTube, we're there as well. It's uh, pronounced Utube. 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 So, uh, D.L. Jizzle. Oh, you ready for this? In the middle of the break. Play that beautiful music, White Bread. You said you had something uh, super funky for me. Oh. Oh. I don't like where this is going already. Oh. This is like flashbacks. You feel it? Feel it? This is flashbacks to... Oh. My wife only watched this for six months straight. Spooky, spooky. Where's the whistle? How long is this? Yeah, I know. Like, this is creepy music, though. I'm not even, like, I'm not even mad anymore. Yeah. I'm not even, I'm not even freaked out. Yep. Not, not at once yeah, what happened, to my, what happened to my yeah. X-Files yeah. whistle? Ruined oh, it. That's all right. That's it just fine. got ruined. There it is. It just got Found ruined. it. Found it. Oh, that's it? It's that's still it. There. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think we passed our 30-second limit. Are you spooked it? Are you right, no, but we, we've been talking right. over it the whole time. So what do you yeah, got? We what can do whatever we want. What do you got? So, uh, not me personally, Okay. but the History Channel 
uh-huh. is confident that they've solved one of the great mysteries of the modern era. Oh, here we Ooh. go with more ghost stories of the DLG version. No, 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 this is not a ghost story. And this you have is... to go see my movie. Go see my movie and I, pay I me do want to go see that guy's movie. I do want to see the ghost. And then once I see it, I, I will decide if it's real or not. But I hope I, he's, I hope I he's wearing see a hat. It. Like, I, ghost I don't hat. even know what to say to that. <laughs> Let's stay on topic before you guys distract me with your ghost hats. Um, anyway, History Channel, quite confident. Okay. And they've, uh, in anticipation of a show they're going to air, this, well, it just aired yesterday. Uh, check your DVRs, though, because I know it's going to be coming back around. It's, they believe the History Channel, they have proven conclusively what happened to Amelia Earhart. I saw this, actually. I read Ooh, this. Yeah. They said, uh, there's two big stories where people uh, this week about some things that have been kind of a, a myth that they've uh, think they've solved. This is one of them. This is one of them. Um, they feel like they have footage of what happened to her, right? It's a photo. The, it's the, an old photo. I think the Japanese took her. They, they believe, okay, so basically what happened was on July 2nd, 1937, she did not reach Howland Island in the Pacifics. Correct. She was supposed to be there when she didn't show up. They were like, well, when was the last time anybody talked to her? And it was the night before. And they're like, okay, well, what do we think happened? And no one has any clue. The radio transmissions weren't clear. Um, there was some sort of miscommunication. I think famously she was complaining about like a light or the right, sun right. or something. I, I, I'm not sure. I don't remember that part specifically well. However, they now have found a photo in Japan. Uh-huh. That they feel conclu- conclusively proves that her and her co-pilot. Uh, yeah, no one ever gives her co-pilot love. Well, like I think he was just like the radio guy because so? technically was she was she was doing yeah, an he un- still went missing too. Right, right. No, I get it, but technically she's doing an unaided flight. And I think he was just there for like radio stuff. Okay, but he was there. He was there. Anyway, Amelia Earhart. Uh, there's a photo that they say conclusively proves they they've shown the photo, and I don't think it conclusively proves anything. It's kind of it's there's a woman sitting on a dock. There's a guy standing next to her with his arms crossed, and they look very unhappy, and there's a couple Japanese right. people around them. And then there's a Japanese government tugboat pulling something away. You can't see what it's tugging away because of the dock and the position right, of everybody. Right. They're saying that on the tugboat is her plane, and that they, the the man and the woman, are Amelia Earhart and her radio dude, whatever his name was. Radio and dude. Radio dude. And they live their life happily ever after. No, they're saying Japan was, at this point, it's pre-World War II, and Japan was expanding its presence in the islands to prepare for World War II. Okay. They were already in the process, so they believed them to be spies for the U.S. government, and so they illegally kept them. And they lived their lives happily ever after. They in Japan. died in a prison shortly thereafter. They ate sushi for the rest of their lives. I believe the second one. They died in a prison shortly thereafter is how the story goes. Well, we don't know what happened, so I'm going to stick with they ate sushi the so rest Japan of their lives. So Japan has actually been accused of this numerous times yeah. over the past... 15, 20 years? Dang. 75 years. And Japan has actually said numerous times that they've gone through the records of the old government regime, and they see no records to indicate that they yeah, ever captured. why would they kept records? <laughs> right. Well, I People mean, keep records. actually, the Japanese probably would have kept pretty thorough records. They were real big on... Right, but if you had records that you did something right. terrible... Right. Mm. Would you necessarily want would you, to... Well, see, you're, you're looking at it from the perspective of an American. Eh, if you're a I Japanese, That's you captured a spy. Fair. So you would want to have that written down. Hey, today we captured a spy. Dear diary. Right. Today I was eating my California roll and I captured Amelia Earnhardt. Right. And then I took totally. her to prison and I lived my life happily ever after. Right. And uh, dear diary, the next day she died. The next right. day she died, diary. Inexplicably. Right. Well, I ate a Philadelphia. Real, roll. real sad. Like, um, so I don't know. Uh, but yeah, History Channel. They feel like they've built the case that and they're gonna show it on clearly. TV? They're going to show it on TV. They showed it yesterday. Um, and then I'm, I'm sure to go it's going to be in heavy. Ro- I'm sure it's going to be in heavy rotation all week. 
because they want their love. I they want did hard news. work. Yeah. Have you heard the other? Uh, no, what was the other one? I died. So everyone knows the great actor named Rob Lowe. Okay. Have you seen? Oh, I did hear this. Where him and his, yes. his kids apparently have been filmed. They filmed some kind of reality show or something. Right. They're filming like a reality supernatural show, which right. I think is intriguing. And I like Rob Lowe. He's a funny He's guy. He's a hilarious guy. So I bet and this is a good show. According to Rob Lowe, yeah. he is 100% cough. Coffin. He is 100 <laughs> percent confident that he encountered Bigfoot. Yes, yes, or he a is. Bigfoot-like creature. Right. He like, is. He's actually adamant that it grabs like, him. This is not a ruse. This is not. This is not for Hollywood. He's like, I almost died. I we literally encountered something like the Bigfoot. I want to see it. I, I just want to see Rob Lowe. Right now, I'm interested. And yeah. here's the thing: like, if even if it's fake, but Rob Lowe is being 100 percent serious. Yeah, it's still gonna be great. TV. Right. And here's the. Th- Man, so okay, so if you if you're if you're being honest about Roblo, like if you yeah. look back at Roblo's past, he's done some kind of things in the past that aren't that take away from his credibility. Like Flintstones? Uh, no, no. I mean, oh, okay. I don't mean career wise. <laughs> I, I mean actual <laughs> oh, things in his oh, life. Okay. There was a there was a scandal a long time ago. Uh, he was one of those uh, diehard young Republicans in the '80s. Yeah. And he went to a convention and he met some ladies and they hung out and they made a film. And then it turns out one of the ladies was underage. Ooh, um, story of Corey DLG's life. That's not my life. Just kidding. Not my life, not my problem. But anyway, so yeah. that 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 is a real thing that exists. And essentially, Rob it's Lo- a trap. Rob Lowe it's basically, a trap. It, it is a trap. And Rob Lowe basically got away with it by saying, guys, I'm Rob Lowe. And they kind of said one thing, and then another right. was true. Which you could probably get away with in the 80s. Nowadays? Right. Nowadays, it's a much bigger deal. Oh, you're donezo. Yeah, they'd have R. Kelly them. But, <laughs> yeah, you're, um, well, he still made out pretty good for himself afterwards. Nah, you don't he's see still, him. You don't around. see him. You don't get. To, he doesn't get to associate with his friends anymore. Like nobody wants to. But he's remember? not in prison. True. But do you remember when everyone was doing these R. Kelly tours? Like there were like four different rappers who did like a tour with R. Kelly, yeah. and a couple of them even did some co-albums. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, all that stuff came out, and people were like, "Yeah, I don't know that guy." But he's not. That's in, called distancing yourself. Right. But he's not in prison. He's not in prison. That's Winning. true. Winning. That's true. For R. Kelly. Yeah. As long as long as you're not in prison, it's a way better situation. Oh. oh. You know, okay. even much even, rather have my friends not talk to me than be in prison. <laughs> right, right. No, and, and plus you're still rich and you can still live right. Life, right. Uh, but like even crazier was the second time he got caught. This gets way less publicized. Um, he got caught a second time. He got pulled over for speeding. The cops saw who he was. Uh-huh. There was a large duffel bag in the vehicle. Um, the this is this is the stupid part. The cop did not open it properly. Wait for uh, search and seizure warrant. Oh, okay. Uh, he just, he went ahead and just looked and in it was a bag full of inappropriate things, like a whole bag full of inappropriate things. Um, it got thrown out in court though, because of, it was an inappropriate search and seizure. Yeah. Right. Makes sense to he me. Had no, he had no idea. No so idea breaking the law. So like pretty much like it's completely confirmed at that point who, what the kind of person he is. However, speaking of R. Kelly, that's called the legal system. That is called the legal system. Speaking of that R. Kelly, um, there's been some pretty good uh, Luke Cage news that came out this week. Why did that transition from Mark Kelly? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even. Perfect. Style. Did you know the guy before we get before I get into this? Did you know the guy Mike Coulter? He plays Luke Cage. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Also played Will Smith's dad in Men in Black Three. Oh yeah, the soldier on the well, airfield. Yeah. yeah. When I was watching, I wow. saw that and I was like, "What? That's Luke Cage. He's Luke way Cage? he's way smaller." <laughs> yeah. Um, he didn't put on some weight for the cage. Yeah, but this week, um, probably the only big. TV news, I would say, for Marvel 
is uh, they cast two people for the new season. Have you read about this? Do you know uh, about this? I, I heard the castings. I didn't recognize the names. Nightshade and the Bushmaster. I didn't recognize the character names or the actor names. So I don't recognize ways, the like, actors. Eh, um, but in the Luke Cage lore, these two guys, not one's a guy, one's a girl. They're they're pretty big uh, characters. Nightshade is actually like a scientist. She becomes an evil scientist. Evil. And so part of her experiments is what turned Captain America into Cap Wolf. For a while. Oh, interesting. Um, so yeah, and, American werewolf. Yeah, and so it's it's and the Bushmaster, he he's like a drug kingpin, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. but his big thing is he wants to. He still loves Harlem, and he wants to protect Harlem. And I guess he fits, sees Luke Cage as a, uh, a an friend? enemy, an uh, enemy, oh, an maybe. Enemy. Yeah, I was say a friend because he's a, he's he's a villain. And so, when when does Defenders come out? That's got to be coming up. Yeah, right? it comes out at the end of this month, if I'm not mistaken. Oh my gosh! Is it end of July or the first of August? Oh, oh my it's end of July. I know it was the summer. July 27th. Don't count me, but Nico will look it up during the break. When we come back here in a few, but we still got some seconds. Yeah, we'll have that for sure. We'll have the answer for that because I was just thinking about that. Like that's got to be. Yeah, because that's going to be coming up before Inhumans. But they're starting to push Inhumans already because of the bad reviews. They got to overcome those. Yeah, I heard. Um, I read a couple articles, and we won't get too much into Inhumans because it's going to be part of our. San Diego Comic Con coverage we're going to do next week on the Marvel side of it. But they did just release that first trailer and it did not ease my feelings. I don't know. I, mm. I felt a little bit better about it. Did you? The only just, thing I liked about it was Black Bolt in New York. I, see, I didn't even like that they put him in regular clothes. Like, that's such an insult to Black King Bolt. Black Bolt. He I, should, I think he should have been in the old clothes, but I kind of like him just being like showing up and then being like, oh, no. Well, one of the things we were worried about was CGI type stuff. And I think they did a pretty good job with Lockjaw. Lockjaw looks great. My right. uh, my other concern is Medusa's hair, and that yeah, looks pretty terrible. In the and it was very short lived, so I'm not sure how it goes. But Could it be much seems better. like they're setting the story up somewhat where we'll, we'll get in this more next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I think that was pretty big news for Luke Cage 2 to kind of see. The direction they're going to go in um, with with the two villains, female and male. Do you think they're going to do a second season of Jessica Jones? They're working on it already. They're already filming. Oh, they're filming already? Yeah, it's, oh, coming, out be- that. it's coming out before Luke Cage. It'll be the next that. one to come out after Defenders. will be Luke Cage oh. 2. I mean, it'll be Jessica Jones 2, then Luke Cage 2, probably Daredevil 3, and then Iron Fist 2. You skipped Punisher. That's got to come out somewhere and all that. Yeah, that's going to come out there. I'm, just, I'm sticking with the four Defenders. Okay. Yeah, Punisher comes out at the end of this year as well. I want to see Punisher fight all the defenders. Oh, How cool yes. is that be? Uh, well, it's going to be really cool. We're going to jump out to a break and come back to Nerd Thug Radio. Stay with us. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Hey, guys. It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. With school wrapping up and summer fast approaching, the kids need to get out of the house and need a place to go. Space Cadets. With comic books, collectible card games, board games, role-playing games, and toys, all in a family-friendly atmosphere? What more could a person ask for? Space Cadets Gaming Gaming has the largest Pokemon League in Texas and in various events every day and especially the weekends. Dungeons & Dragons, Family Game Night, and other various events are regularly scheduled at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming on Robinson Road in Oak Ridge. Hi, this is Rob Guillory, the artist of Chew. Just want to say shout out to Nerd Thug Radio. Keep it real. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Woo. 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 Kenny, woo. 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 Uh, woo. Woo. Savage. That's the police. Corey DLG. Woo here. And that's Woo DLG over there. That's, that's Detective Woo. Detective DLG. Woo. Hey, I got something. I'm just gonna off the top of my head. I do just, it. Let's yeah, do it. All right. Do it. So, um, did you? I, I read about this and it immediately kind of frustrated me a little bit. Do it. Hawaii Five-O 
Oh, yeah, I saw that. Okay, so apparently, I didn't know it's even been on the air this long, but apparently yeah. it's been on the air like 10 seasons, 9 seasons, yeah, something it's, like it's that? it's been going a Ridiculous. while. Didn't even know that. It's a, re- it's a uh, not a rerun, but a remake. Right. Oh, mm-hmm. What? What? Yeah, so anyway, beyond that, thank you. Um, I just giving knowledge to the fans. Yeah, that's, that's and fair. Listeners. That's fair. Maybe some of them don't know that. Um, I I found this out. I thought this was kind of really appalling. I don't I don't know how, how you feel. The, uh, the two Asian actors are leaving the show because I don't know if they just found this out or every negotiation they've lost and they're finally right. tired of it. Yeah. But they're getting paid like eighty percent of what the other two guys are getting. Right. There's four of them in the show together, and like yeah, Scott Con- Scott Con is kind of a big deal. Steve Con. Scott. I don't know who it is. Scott Can. He was the, he was like he's in. Is he Tweeter from... Uh, yeah, Tweeter, okay. yeah. And then from the blue movie with Paul Walker and Jessica Alba. Okay. Uh, like, so he's he's in, like, buddy Varsity movies Blues. every once in a while, Varsity Blues, stuff like that. And then now this. Right. Um, And, and he's James Can's son. So that, that's, like, his claim. To here's my, my issue. Perfect. Here, here's my issue with this. That's fair. What's a, your issue? A, it's unbelievably insane that they're getting paid less than ever... Than the basically... Other- the other other white characters. Right. And that's the thing is the two guys who are in the leader, the white dudes, and, and the white dudes are getting X, and these guys are getting 80%. And they're just as big for right, the show. Right, because it's a foursome. The show is about big the, the show. So that, that part, unbelievable. The second part is, it's been going on for 10 seasons. How are you just now finding this out? I don't think Where has your agent been? Like, that's what right. I wonder. I wonder if the other two never said what they were getting before. No, because whenever you go to a workplace, the one thing you don't discuss is your pay. Which, by the way, statistics and studies will all tell you that you should discuss it. Because the only person it helps is the company. If everyone in the office finds out what they find, what they say in studies and stuff is like, let's say everyone know. Okay, in our group, we all know Nico's the weak link. Right. So if we found out that Nico was making twenty dollars an hour and you were getting fifteen and I was getting twelve, when we all sat down and said that, we wouldn't get mad at Nico for getting twenty. No, no, no. We would get mad at the bosses and for quit. rewarding the weak link right. that money, and we would pressure them. To, okay, well, if that's your twenty dollar effort, when I do twice as much. Now I, I that that means I'm worth at least thirty. Right, and that's why a lot of times companies write those rules into the yeah they ask, whatever yeah because but, yeah, but still themselves. I mean you hear a lot of time on these TV shows agents and and actors and actresses they go in and they do these things they, together. together as a group right why are these guys not doing that well uh, it's been ten seasons and apparently they're all on different contracts too because right. you notice only these two were renegotiating at this time right I just, so maybe they're negotiating as a group and the other well um the they've got bad agents man well the the big bang theory though did the same thing the the original core four nerds they negotiate together actually sheldon separate sheldon separate no, they all they all go together no no sheldon separate because he gets more than all of them not sheldon, anymore because this last season, they all took a pay cut. Yeah, that's actually a myth. That's not true. Amy, the lady who plays Amy Fair Fowler actually came forward and said that's not true. Yeah. Uh, it's something they all, like, they didn't deny the story, uh, but they, they they forced the producers to give her more money, but they didn't okay. actually give okay. up more okay. money. Um, but yeah, Sheldon then negotiates separately because... He's the star. Of, well, one of the big things was the last time when all the nerds resigned, Penny and the nerds negotiate together. And then the other two girls came on at the same season. Right. And they negotiate together. Um, and basically what happened was the four, the three nerds and Penny signed up again. And then basically their whole deal was contingent on, okay, if we get Sheldon back, then, then the deal's good. Okay. But so, still, I mean, these four people are like the main stars of this Hawaii Five O. Right. Show. And, and they are in it And together. they've been doing 10 seasons together. And I would say Kelly, who is even just as big a star as my Scott agent. Can. I'd fire my agent before I quit the show. Um, no, I quit the show. I'd quit the show because at this point, first of all, nine seasons in, I'm probably sitting on a pretty good stack of cash. Right. So at this point, I could walk away head held high. They got nine seasons of me in the show. I'm forever going to be tied to the show. 
But I do get to make my public statement now. Right, well, but, now that I'm but rich, still, like, this, they're not taking care but of But this is something you know and you can continue on. And, and this aspect, you've given trust to your agent to negotiate with you, and they haven't come through for you. But you always approve the deal. So, like, if the agent comes back to you and he goes, hey, man, look, they're at, like, they're, like, well, let's, I don't, and I don't know what they're making. No, I don't either. But let's say it's, like, 500 grand an episode. Right. You're, you're at 500 grand an episode right now. Uh, and they're saying on the re-up, they're going to bump you up to 650. And you're like, man, that's you know, that's a substantial amount of money. Yeah, that's fine. I'm happy with that. Right. Because cool. I'm I'm filming in Hawaii. I've got a nice True, but still, care of me. I mean, and then you find out one day you go to set and Scott's like, like, man, my agent, like, I don't know. I'm thinking about changing because he only got me up to 850 on this last one. And you're like, I'm sorry. <laughs> what did you say? And he's right. like, yeah, yeah, I'm at 850. And you're and like, that's whoa, when you whoa, go whoa, to your agent. And you're like, right. why am I getting 650 and my co-star is getting more than me and we are equal parts on the show? Right. And why I, aren't you doing better? And for I don't me? watch Hawaii Five O, so I, I can't either. conclusively say that screen time is equal. Me either. And screen time may be a factor in this. However, I know the four of them. I've seen a few episodes, and they're. I felt like in those episodes, the four of them were equally portrayed, and this, they've had stories about all of them. So it's it's hard for me to believe. But yeah, no, you're right. But it was also it was very surprising to me, and it's just it doesn't look good for no. It doesn't, doesn't. look good for for the media right now. And how is it, how is the position? How can you take the position that you don't have to pay them the same? Right. Like if I'm the studio and and it's it's two Asian people together saying, hey, we were checking and we actually make eighty percent of what you're paying the white dudes. Yeah, that's not good. Like. That's embarrassing. Right. It's it's at least publicly embarrassing, and it probably opens some doors for mm-hmm. some... Some stuff. Some and, and with there being unions involved, like, it could be an issue. You could this have a sh- real issue. The show might get shut down. Well, the show probably wouldn't, but the studio might have to write a pretty big check. Or the show just gets shut down. I mean, unless you just got two Asians that are starving for work, like, who's going to go work for someone well, no, like that? Well, that's not the problem. What I'm saying is, like, they may go back and, and hammer mm-hmm. the studio and be like, listen, it, like, let's say they find out on another show that there's another Asian person, and they're getting also, again, 80% of what their co-stars right. are getting. It's I mean, gonna, at this it's point, it's not going to go well for the studio, No, at that's that point, sure. it's a pattern. Yeah, and, you should... I and mean, why Asians? You should definitely get no, paid for your that's work, the, not, your, not your nationality. Or no, your you gender should. or anything else. And that's... I don't understand... Sexual preference, nothing. It should be based upon your it, work effort. Yeah. And what you bring to that show. You right. And your merit right. as an actor. Now, there is an element to, you know, you, 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 you get what you earn... Yeah. You get what you ask for. Uh, Harry Potter, famously, uh, Daniel Radcliffe, had, had he had a he had a deal so bad that the actors' union, the guild, stepped in. Well, the first the first four movies, the deals weren't they, they, were, they didn't even work well for J.K. Rowling. I don't think they expected it to be that big. Yeah, I and mean, they probably didn't. After I think it was after movie four, where they really reworked the deals and everyone started getting. But that paid. was but that was because the the actors' guild stepped in at that point, and I think I think. The three main kids were all their deals where they all get the same, and then I think they were getting like the child actor like minimums, like right. they weren't getting, like there's guild standards already set, and I think they weren't getting anything. Which the first special. movie, like it, it makes sense. It's the first movie you don't know what's happening, right? Um, but you got to think you'd have kickers from that, like possibly. I mean, I want to say it was she sold the first four movie rights for like a million pounds. That's it. For the first four movies? Uh, I don't know about that. I, I, I remember was, she held out for a long, long was, time. That was the first four. I mean, back then, you got to think. Right, but I remember she held out for a it, I'm going to check, check this up. Yeah, well, we can Google that in the break. break. I was just reading about this the other day because we're almost done with our Harry Potter marathon. Oh, okay. So, but, uh, but yeah, like, so the Guild had to step in and get and they got them one of the biggest paydays in movie yeah. history. 
So then these three kids then became the three, like, when they do their list of, like, rich people under whatever. Right, right. These three are always on it. Which is so crazy because... Radcliffe. Besides Radcliffe, the other two, um, which is Emma Watson and... and Rupert Grint. Neither Emma and Rupert didn't have any acting experience before this. Well, and I don't think Radcliffe did. Radcliffe either. was in a BBC movie on Copperfield, where oh, he was played he? like a young okay. Copperfield, so oh, he had neat. some kind of okay. stuff. But the other two, they had just been like school plays. And the one, man, I love Harry Potter. Like, I could go on this forever. <laughs> I love Emma Watson. I think I think she's turned into such a great actress. She really has, and on top of that, just she does. She well, even, picks good movies. They do well in the box office. She handles herself well with the media. With people, with interviews, well, with even uh, the Rupert, like he hasn't done a lot of like uh, movies, really, movie stuff. Right, but he's done a lot, a lot of plays, Broadway yeah. type musicals. Uh, that's probably why and he's Not... already got money, so he doesn't. I mean, he doesn't have to work. Well, and also they, um, they man, I don't remember what it was that I was watching about him, but it was something financially where what he did um, is him and his family basically they got together and they kind of made a, a plan with his money. Very good, and they like. He's like heavy in real estate, right? And like they commercial, like it's all like stuff, it's like yeah. commercial real estate and stuff. So like, you got to think the amount of money that he had. If he went even like 60, 40 real estate and then other stuff, he's probably getting oh, a yeah. solid revenue in just on real estate. I don't okay. So correct me if I'm wrong here, but besides Harry Potter, because of they did eight films, I don't think there's been any other movie franchise where you've literally seen three kids. Start at a very young age and then just grow up in the movies. You see it on like TV shows sometimes, but right. like, you can tell they're acting from the first one, how it just progresses and it yeah. just worked because yeah, you're right about that. It worked because while they're they get older, while they're learning to act, they're also learning how to be wizards, wizards, right? In the school, right? And it just it works out. It works so perfectly, beautifully. Yeah, uh... J.K. Rowling, you're the best. I mean, you got you. me thinking now. I, I'm trying to think of another in a, franchise. In a, movie, in a yeah, movie franchise. Yeah. Most movie franchises don't last eight no, movies. No, they yeah. don't. There's they not don't. that many. Three, maybe. Right. With all the characters in them. Hey, um, oh, man. Okay. So if you count the Marvel Cinematic Universe okay, okay. as one series of movies, mm -hmm. there's only three franchises that have over, I think it's 12 movies. Okay. Um, And I think one of them. It's Police Academy. And Land Before Time. <laughs> no. Um, Land Before Time is like one, 16 movies. One of them is Marvel. I think they're talking about like major major motion pictures. Oh, okay. And one um, of them is James Bond. James yeah. Bond, I think, is 25. And I think the third was Land Before Time, no. Star Wars. Well, Star Wars only has seven. eight films at the moment. Oh, eight, yeah. You got the seven, and then you've got the one from the Rogue, Rogue One. one. Rogue one. It's only got eight films maybe so it was far. Star, maybe it was Star Trek. Star Trek's got a lot. Because with the new trilogy, I think Star Trek is now up to... Because they, they went to, like, what, Star Trek 6 in the old school ones? So, okay, so the, the first trilogy, X, so that makes then, 9? Well, well, but you also got to remember they also did the new generation ones, too. Those were movies as well? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, they did, like, three... I'm late with, to the game on they Star got, Trek. They did, like, three with Captain Picard. Okay. So they did, like, four or five with, with Kirk. I think three with Picard. And now three with the new Kirk. Right. So that's 10 now? Yeah. Or 10? I think. Uh, I'm going to double-check that. Well, let's double-check that. Gonna that's the, yeah, we're going to jump out to a break. We'll, yeah. we'll save that for the end of the show. Yeah. Uh, we come back. We're going to get into our weekly top three. You're halfway done listening to Nerd Dog Radio this week. Whoop, whoop. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. Nico DLG here. And Conroe's got a new bar in town. Wild Thing. They're a rustic saloon with all-American charm located right at FM 1488 and I-45 with a welcoming ambience and atmosphere of delicious food, relaxation, and quality entertainment. Wild Thing has over 70 televisions, 
regularly airing local and nationally televised sporting events, as well as the daily specials and pricing. Wild Thing Bar and Restaurant is easy on the eyes. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Ooh, ooh. I'm yeah. the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. That's true. That's true. Sister station. I was just confirming that that's oh what they're You're the worst. It's a fact. You're the worst, Rumor Willis. <laughs> you can also catch us on IRLoneStar.com worldwide. Just, she just wants to be famous. And um, yeah, Facebook.com backslash cool. Nerd Thug Radio. Podcast drops every Tuesday. You can also catch us nerdthugradio.com. Interact with us. Say hi. And uh, yeah, that's about it. I mean, um, Bruce Willis is cool, though. Bruce yeah. Willis is really cool. Do you remember the movie Looper? And yeah. how uh, Justin Gordon? Gordon was like young Bruce Willis, then Bruce uh-huh. Willis is old Bruce Willis. And then they said, like, Justin Gordon Levitt was like, obviously, I tried to be more like him than he. So, like, they put a bunch of prosthetics on Joseph Gordon Levitt to look like Bruce Willis's face. And, stuff. and uh, when he was studying Bruce Willis, he said, you know what I noticed? He's really quiet. So, I tried to be really. Like quiet. quiet in this movie, and then that's when I actually realized, that, like, when you go back and watch Bruce Willis movies, he does a lot of like the whispering and the mumbling. Right. And you're like, man, he really is kind of a like a quiet action hero. Whereas like Arnold's like, get to the chopper. Right. So, so this conversation stems from our no, no, it doesn't. It just, our break, like we just said our break conversation. Uh, we were talking about the high school chick who photoshopped Ryan Reynolds into her thing, and right. I said, if it was me nowadays, I would probably photoshop Rebel Wilson. And Corey thought I was talking about Rumor Willis. I was very Completely confused. Different people. And right. And he I was, was way off topic. I was so lost. I was like, I don't understand why you chose her of all people. But okay. also, Nico, during the break, you checked um, Defenders. 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 What day does it come out? August the 18th. August the 18th on the Netflix. That's so much further away than we were talking about. Yeah. About a month and a half now. So now it was just went from like three weeks to six weeks. Yeah. That's like double. Three to six. I'm not good at math, but that's a lot. But it's got to be at least 12. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of double, we're halfway through the show. That means it's time for our That's true. weekly That's true. top three. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Keep it nerdy this time. We're sticking to the flow. Everybody knows us. We do this on the go. But sometimes we have fun with these top threes. We pick nerds off the top of our head, if you please. We're picking famous nerds and pop culture. So then we're rolling through and telling who we like. So that didn't rhyme. So I'm just going to stop it there. But it didn't rhyme nerd a couple times. That's hard. Nerd, bird, word, curd, turd. Pop culture. That was I. I don't know where I was going. <laughs> Pop Parts culture. Right. Culture. Not, I don't culture. know what you read with yeah, that. Culture. culture and then just end. Right. Pop Hortic- culture. The end. Pop culture <laughs> and horticulture. We out, y'all. And torture and vulture. Uh, and vulture. 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 Oh, you could okay, have tied right. it back to Spider Man. So right. 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 We could have done Peter Parker there. So this week's weekly top three. Um, we are going to be out. listing yeah. our favorite. That movie still isn't out, man. I mean, what? it's out now, but yeah, it's out now. For like a month, we've been waiting for this thing. Yeah, y'all kept saying this weekend comes Spider Man. When I wasn't here, I was like, no, it's not. And I, you know, <laughs> it's a couple of weeks away. I was the idiot in charge that week, and none of my idiots fact-checked me. Yeah. My, so, little, my little Twinkie minions. Let's get back to the weekly top three. Um, this week, we are going to be <laughs> listing our favorite nerds throughout pop culture. So I'm really excited to see where this goes. Yes. Nico DLG, what's your numero tres? Hey, guys. Nico DLG here. Kind of far away. Uh, but my, uh, my number three is uh, Peter Parker. Obviously, the Peter Speederman. Parker. The Speederman. Speederman's uh, your he's, third he's, favorite nerd. Yeah, he's pretty nerdy. He's a he is pretty nerdy. He is really nerdy. That he's is really bad one. at costume making, but 
real nerdy. I have no comic book characters in my top three. Really? I don't either. Cool. Neato. Uh, Peter Parker is an excellent decision, Nico. I, yeah. I give you full credit. He's, you a give si- the... he's a science man. This would almost move you up to second if we could somehow bump Joey to last. Uh, that's but a good answer. That's not going to happen. Yep. But you do get the Savage and Corey DLG stamp of approval. Right. I, Heck I, yeah. You get three out of 18 stars. Perfect. Nice. Right. All right, Corey, what's your number three? How do you follow that up? Uh, my number three is actually the one, the, the only, Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah, Bill Nye, the science there's guy. Not, there's really not cool. a more relevant pop culture nerd. Scientist. Scientist to me that just, he taught all of us growing up. Like, remember, like, we do this channel one at home, mm-hmm, and, like, mm-hmm, in home room, and he would teach us things. Even I watched Bill Nye. Bill Nye. And now he's back. Right. Now he's back. And what new I, generation. And what I like now is like he he's kind of like he's back because he's so frustrated. Like he's like this is the Dark Knight. This is Bill Knight's yeah. Dark Knight run, <laughs> yeah. where he's like he's upset. He's watched so much TV that now like he can't stand it anymore. And it's a really weird it's time. Like you MythBusters were horrible. I have to come back right. and do this it's the a, right way. It's a really weird time in modern media where science has kind of gotten this weird rap where a lot of people don't. Don't believe in science anymore, right? And someone for someone like Bill Nye, it's because of them Scientologists. I mean, you know what? They do give it a bad name, but <laughs> you for, give science <laughs> a bad name. <laughs> Shot to the heart. No, I got it. Yeah, okay. I got. It. Yeah. I just want to keep going. Yeah. Uh, so poor Bill Nye is like he's got to put the coat the coat back on. You know, the butler at home's bring, like, bring me my bow tie. Sir, you don't have to do this. And he's like, the imagine his butler. Imagine his butler's like a big buff UFC type fighter. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you don't have to do this. Bring me the coat. John. Bring me my Bunsen burner. <laughs> uh, that was good. I liked it. I liked my it. That's a great voice. choice. That's your, that's your Bill Nye science voice. That's my Bill Nye voice. And Bill Nye has a voice. Do it, again, do, it again, do it again. Do it again. Bring me my Bunsen burner. I like Bunsen burners. Those are so fun. I'll I'll mix two. I only got to use them like once. That doesn't does not surprise you. me. I'll put that eye of Newt in this. So tell me this. When you were at Spring High School. Yes. Your science classes. Did they yes. have... The uh, like the the hookups right there where you could like turn the gas on already. Yeah. Uh, in the lab, right? They in the lab, did. yes. Yeah, yes. with those two, so you could turn them on and light a match, and it would just like flame. So you could roast, here's, you could roast uh, marshmallows. So here's how <laughs> Spring handled it. They acknowledged that um their kids are stupid, and the teacher had like a master switch oh, really? at his table, so there was never any gas in any of the lines. Oh. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> right, right. Because my my jerk self was like throwing just every one of them walked by in and out of the room because I was. 16 and i thought it was hilarious yeah. and i'd be like it'd be so funny if the school burned down that's not funny that's not funny at all that's called being a teenager that's called being <laughs> an a idiot. vandal and a terrorist now <laughs> right like now i would probably like that would be a big deal now like yeah, i would probably no, go to definitely. jail for 12 years definitely now yeah because you burn the school down right but but then my science teacher was always just like you're such a jerk like, <laughs> that's just Corey. right he'd be like, <laughs> he'd be like now <laughs> i gotta go behind you and that's fix everything just Corey. As he hits the big master switch to turn off right yeah. off. no it was always off because as soon as i walk in the room he's like my it's uh, gone. my chem teacher she always kept uh tootsie rolls and animal crackers so we'd go back there and light them up and uh roast <laughs> the uh tootsie rolls and the uh make s'mores make s'mores in the back she okay. was cool with it Genius. That's uh, a that's that's, right fine public education you yeah. got there. Yeah, that was um, awesome. High quality stuff. <laughs> it was yeah. awesome. It was awesome. Um, I wonder everyone believes in America. The so, thing I'll never forget about science is uh, he made, like, he wanted to, he showed us how they count calories one time. Really? He literally put all the food from a McDonald's meal into a blender and blended it, and then, like, you burn it or you measure it. Oh, really? And then you, right. but yeah. That's pretty cool. And they're so, actually kilocalories, not actual calories. Right, and then I did a shot of it. 
<laughs> <laughs> you were there on the set? Then, yeah, then I was, Corey, no, like, was it shooting, wasn't Bill Nye. It was my teacher. He was like oh, shooting okay. up. Like, give right, it to me. Give right. it to me. Tie like, me is off. Is that hot? Is that hot? Tie me off. <laughs> but no, I, I was like, I was like, can we, can we drink that still? And he was like, if you want. And I was like, yeah, hit me. Yeah, I'll take one. <laughs> Shot, please. <laughs> Shots. Clean out a Bunsen. Clean out a one beaker. So my number three comes from when I was a wee little lad. Okay. It's a. If I say his name, you guys aren't gonna know who I'm talking about. You ready? Oh, say his name. Right. Got it. Lavar Burton. Yeah. Nope. You know who he is, though. Yeah. I know. You know Lavar Burton? Nope. He is the guy from Reading Rainbow and Star Trek. Right. Oh. But Reading Rainbow, that dude made you know. Reading so fun. He yeah. didn't look really, he did. really cool. He did. He also blew my mind because he wasn't blind. Right. And I didn't know that because <laughs> of the other show, he's a blind right. guy. So it's the Reading Rainbow. Let's take a look. It's, it's in, in a book. book. It's reading rainbow. Like besides comics, I didn't want to read anything. But this guy, he made being a nerdy guy reading super cool. For like, oh, I want to read now. For like right. the first like years I saw that show, I just thought he, that, I was like, why are they making him wear his sunglasses right now? Like, oh, yeah. I didn't know that he wasn't blind until someone explained what acting was to me. And he was on PBS, which was even great. Right. PBS back in the day was Man. awesome. You have, have, three, you ever, have you ever watched rainbow? the uh, Mr. Rogers speech? I love Mr. Rogers. He, he gives a speech. They were gonna, so great. They were going to cut public funding for uh, public broadcasting. Oh, I've seen the speech. And I he know. gives a speech right. where he literally makes a congressman get the chills about public... And he was so like, good. He was like, I would like to see your programming, sir. Like my I, two, I've seen that one. It's, two of my favorite oh. shows as a young lad was Reading Rainbow and Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Which was Man, weird because in the, in the family betting pot, we had Serial Killer for you. I love those shows. So it's a little weird. I love those shows. Those are the best. Uh, we got enough time here. Uh, Nico, what's your number uh, two? All right, here we go. Uh, number two, uh, everyone's favorite, Morty, biggest nerd on the planet. I see. I don't think Morty's a nerd. I think yeah, Morty's I think, a loser. I would he's, think he's more of a loser. I would actually. think Rick would be a nerd. Right. Rick, Rick is a nerd, but I feel like he's is he almost, your number one? Is that is why he's he almost number too two? Cool. Yes. 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 Rick's your number one. Rick's number one. <laughs> Morty's number two. Morty's not a nerd. He's just a loser. Right. He's just he's just the gullible. He's psychic. A, I, I identify most with Morty. That's yeah. fair though. Like I, <laughs> that's true. When I watch the show, I do feel like you're Morty. <laughs> I do too. I do. I really do. Oh, I'm, I was like, man, oh, if, poor Nico. When I watch the show, I'm like, man, if Corey was actually like really smart with science, this would be like a story of their life right it now. It really would. But he's not, so it's not. Come on, Nico. We're gonna we're gonna trip through dimensions here. <laughs> Although it does. I don't want to get too much into it, but it does sound like something Corey would get Nico into on a Friday night. It really does. <laughs> half the time when he shows up and he's got like the half the crazy parts already happened, that's my life. So Man. yeah. That's All right, fair. it's Morty, and I guess we already know what your number one is, but yeah. we'll Who see known? Yeah. later. Yeah, we'll come back to that. Mailing it in. I'll, I'll get out of here on mine real quick. Mine's easy. All right, go ahead. Leonard from Big Bang Theory. Okay. So uh, you like him better than Sheldon? Yeah, Sheldon, uh, he's too nerdy. He can't get along with other people. Yeah. Uh Leonard, though, is a nerd. And he gets the girl. And he's cool. He does get the girl. He gets the girl. So you got to have mad respect for that. Because Penny, Penny, when that show started, Penny was mad hot, man. She's still mad hot. I haven't seen it in years, so I can't say Yeah, it. she's still mad but, hot. Uh, haven't seen it in years. She was I on, haven't seen it in years. But I, I, I always I, thought it was weird. Like, we have to get out of here. But she was on that show. Um, uh, Ten Rules to Date My Teenage Daughter. With, uh, what's his name? John Ritter. John Ritter that, that passed and away. And John Ritter died, and they didn't cancel the show. Right. Wow. Yeah. And so then when <laughs> she, they did a, like a season and a half. And so when she oh signed up, I was like, man, she's really hot. But she played... I mean, she played her character basically on that sh- on that show, right? It was like on Big Bang Theory, yeah, absolutely. and it just worked, right? It was great. It's like a ditzy teenage, right? Fun person. It was great, but yeah, no, I like Leonard. Uh, I've liked Leonard since his days as a nerd on Roseanne. True, and there's a really funny story. The girl from Roseanne, the daughter, uh-huh. uh, the one that they dated, Dar- Darlene. Darlene. Darlene mm-hmm. came out, and she's a lesbian. And the story she tells is that when she and him started dating Johnny Godecki, right? They uh, like they made out or they whatever, whatever, whatever. And 
the end result was she was like, well, now I know that I'm... <laughs> Thanks, Johnny. <laughs> and she was like, when she started to tell her story, she, she was like, I'm sorry, I want to tell that. And he's like, I think that's awesome. You should tell everyone. Right. And she was like, really? Because it doesn't sound like a compliment. And he's like, no, that's fine. It's a big compliment. I'm happy. He also, <laughs> he also lost one of his houses in the recent... Uh, California fires. Did he? Yeah. I hope it was insured, and I hope he didn't keep any memorabilia in it. True that. Let's jump out to a break. We come back. uh, I'll get into my number two, and everybody's numero uno. Numero uno! Hashtag talking nerdy to ya. All right, guys, we've come to the point in the show where we need to tell you about our friends, Space Cadets. These guys host all of our favorite nerd events on a regular basis, from Hero Clicks to Dungeons & Dragons, from Pokemon to Star Wars Destiny. They've got it all. With one of the largest nerd inventories I've ever seen, there's practically nothing you can't find at Space Cadets. Brian has long been a friend of the show, and the most important thing to stress to you guys today is how family-friendly and great-to-go-to Space Cadets really is. The Savage family regularly makes the trip there, and Joey, Nico, and myself regularly play different events there. Check the Facebook page for times and games scheduled this week. That's Space Cadets Gaming Gaming Collection Collection on Robinson Road in the Woodlands. When you go, let them know that Nerd Thug Radio sent you, and you get 10% off your highest ticket item. That's right. Save 10% off your highest ticket item if you say Nerd Thug Radio. This is Elle Graves, cosplayer slash prop maker, and I like puppies. This is Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. You're listening to us on Condos FM 104.5, 106.1. That's right, that's right, that's right. It's correct. Uh, We're in the middle of the weekly top three here with Joey Savage. Corey DLG. Nico DLG. Uh, we're getting into our favorite nerds throughout the history of pop culture. So far, we've had some really good entries. I've been really, except for Nico's, but we've had some really good entries. <laughs> Roasting. <laughs> hey, I'm, at least fi- I'm 50% on this one. That's true, and his third was so good, I'm going to give him a pass on the second, even though I could have told you what his two and one would have right. been. Right. So but my- he only knows like five shows. That's true. But his shows can be movies. He, I mean, I, he but he doesn't some, watch movies. He, he could have brought out some anime nerds. He knew better than that. Yeah, he did. He, he would never. You would never know. Well, what any I'm chances about. of top three like, where Nico can get Rick and Morty in, it's gonna right. happen. Exactly. Professor Atatudaki <laughs> from the show Hindutudaki. <laughs> oh, you're racist. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite animes, you jerks. <laughs> <laughs> so my number two is a young young man by the name of Dwight Schrute. Okay. All right. uh, that guy cracks me up, man. He's a, a beat farmer, I believe. He's a beat farmer. Yeah. Battlegar, Battlestar Galactica, beats and bears. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just nerdy. Like when he comes in, he's got the same like mustard yellow shirt, short sleeve with the tie, and the glasses. And he starts playing that like One Life thing on uh, the computer. <laughs> <laughs> man, that guy cracks me up. Man. Still one of my favorite episodes of The Office, and I'm not a big Office I fan. I love The Office. Uh, is when they pull the prank and they have the Asian guy come in and be Jim. Yeah. For the and so like, like the whole time like she's even Pam's even playing along like she leans over and gives him a kiss and they're making <laughs> their plans for later and and the whole time Dwight's like, that's that, you're not Jim, you're, and like he takes like he grabs like the photo and he's like oh my gosh like. Like, yeah. No, I story. no, I get it. It's great stuff. It's a terrible story. They're just like picking on Dwight because of just how much of a nerd he was. Right, and how, how serious he take things. Did like, you see the one where he started a fire in the office and then broke the handles so they were trapped? Yeah, so in that, <laughs> that episode, he uh, that season, he buys the office building. 
So he owns the office building that now Dunder Mifflin rents out of. <laughs> and so one of the things he wants to do is to teach fire safety is he starts the fire, pulls the fire alarm, and then locks all the doors. So they have to figure out how to use like fire escapes. And he and like stuff. he like he blowtorched the uh the handles and then yeah. he was telling them, touch the handle, see if they're hot. Yeah. And they're like, This one's hot, this one's hot. And he's yeah. like, that means there's fire on the other side. Right. He's so good. Like That's genius. He's like the safety administrator, and then he's like the uh the assistant to the assistant manager. <laughs> everything he does is hilarious. I didn't know he had bought the building. That's yeah, a funny yeah, he bit. was the owner of the building at that time. That's a funny bit. <laughs> so they're all paying him rent, but he right. still works there. They, that's, <laughs> that's so smart, though. But he takes everything so serious. Like right. When he wants to get the job of regional manager, like, why don't you just, the one guy's like, why don't you just drive down there and, and talk to him, and uh, to Robert California, who's played by James Spade at the time. So, like, he they're in, you know, where they're at, right? And he drives all the way to Florida, <laughs> just gets in his car and goes all the way to Florida to talk to this guy, and then gets blown off. Oh, it's so great! Oh, that would kill me. Yeah. Oh, that would kill me. It, it was hilarious. Crushed. Oh, yeah, it was hilarious. I, well, no. First of all, he wouldn't have blown me off. Like huh. as he's walking away, I'd have been like, well, "Do you know who I am?" Well, he doesn't get blown like, off. He, he he's no? like, "I got a meeting. I'll be right back." And then he calls his assistant. And he's like, "Just go through the meeting with him, like whatever." And so then Dwight ends up showing up at his house. Like that's how he's like matching. He wants the job. Oh, Dwight Schrute. You ever have a soft? Did he get the job? No. Oh. You'll ever, oh. you'll, you'll ever have a soft spot in my heart. Your heart of hearts. Yeah. And then his brother's the weird, creepy Amish guy. <laughs> God. That is... And the guy who plays his brother is one of the guys who writes and directs the show. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Great stuff. That's good stuff. All right, Nico. In the uh, everyone's show. favorite. I know what your number one is. So right. go for it. Blow right. me away here. All right, here we go. Here we go. Rick Sanchez. All right. There you who? Go. Rick Sanchez. What show is he from? Uh, the, the Rick and Morty. Rick never and heard Morty, of it. Never, yeah. Nope. Yeah, the one mm-hmm. that's getting the season three. Mm-hmm. Everyone kind of liked mm-hmm. it. Never heard of that show. No, oh, that's wild. Tell, tell me about it. It's a, it's a sci-fi show where a, a grandfather. Live action or cartoon? It's a, it's a cartoon. Okay. An wait, 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 wait. So it's a science fiction cartoon? Exactly. So that it's just like it's just like Star Wars. Right. Star Wars. Star Wars. It's, it's like Rebels. Star Wars, yeah. Or Clone Why did you guys, Wars. Have you never heard of Star Wars before? No, it's, it's like Clone it's, Wars? It's, it's, no, it's two-dimensional. Well, it's like the first Clone Wars. Right, oh, okay. the animated Clone Wars series. Yeah. Okay. okay. Right. Well, it's actually it's a miniseries, but all right. The, so it's I like mean, it was X- like five so it's seasons. it's like uh, X-Men 93? Yeah, just about. Okay. Okay. That's okay. about the same premise. So Magneto, then. Yeah, definitely. He's in the show. So Magneto is your favorite nerd. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Rick Sanchez from Rick and Morty. Wubble up a dub dub. I didn't know that was coming. Wonderful. Wait, so you've seen it? Yeah. That's weird. You, know, we, That's weird. you have it written down. Steven Universe? Steven Universe? I try to get into Steven Universe. It's so good. It's, 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 really good. it's worthwhile. Yeah. I don't like to agree with him on cartoons yeah. because his tastes are so terrible, but Steven Universe is so good. I try. Me and Willie Savage got through two episodes. He's like, yeah, I'm not feeling it. I was like, yeah, me either. It gets, it, yeah, it but you guys had on that dumb better. troll cartoon at my house on. That was pretty rough. Troll Hunters? Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. We don't act. Granted, we didn't get past episode two of that either. Yeah, that was rough. <laughs> yeah, we're done with this as well. In my head, I was like, thank God. Get out of the house. <laughs> Steven Universe gets progressively better, though. I think progressively that's one th- better. That's what I've heard. I, that's, I think that's a, a fault, though, because you should make really strong first impressions. Well, but the one thing I do like about... Oh, we're just going to do this because yours was so terrible. Uh, <laughs> uh, Steven, Steven Universe, it, it's, very, it's a very progressive cartoon and that it just makes a lot of assumptions and casual things about life. Like... He's being raised by a single father, and so they don't ever really talk about it. Like it's kind of explained that his mother was a gym, and that's where the origin right, okay. comes from. But they don't ever, they're never like, it's never weird that he's a single father. Uh, and then, you know, it's just a lot of the a lot of the things are just kind of these comfortable progressive assumptions about life. 
Like, they don't make anything weird. They don't ever call right. the weird stuff into question. And so I, I like that a lot. I think it's a very comfortable show. Okay. Um, My number one? Yeah, go for it. The most important nerd scientist person in all of pop culture. Yeah. All of it. Okay. Doc Brown. Doc Brown. What show is he from? Just kidding. Back to Just the kidding. future. I know. He Wait. made a freight train go back in, go yeah. forward in time. That's crazy, right? Right. He made a Wait. freight train go so forward in Doc, time. Doc Brown from Back to the Future 1, 2, or 3? Um, I'm going to go with all of them. and just Which assume... one of those is your favorite movie? Seven. Two. Because it, it, I like three of the best. Two fits both of them, right? Because if you think about it, two, you get to go back and see other things that happened in the first one that you didn't know happened. Also, you see alternate timelines. Mm-hmm. Also, you find out you're going to the Old West. That's yeah. Well, to me, like just stuff in the old west period is awesome. So right, part three yeah. is my well, Like he has have a giant seen, ice machine. Have you seen Glow yet? No, okay, no, I can't. There's a there's a Back to the Future reference in Glow. I won't. Is there it for okay? You. There's also uh, <laughs> they did a bit where Spoiler Doc reference. Brown shows up in the background. Oh, a million ways to die in the West. Oh really? I haven't oh, seen that that's one yet. funny. Yeah, that's Seth, really clever. Seth MacFarlane like opens a door to a barn and it's Doc Brown covering the uh, the, uh, the DeLorean. The, yeah, the DeLorean. That's, like, what, that's, what, are you, what are you doing? And he's like, nothing. Well, the DeLorean <laughs> itself is probably one of the most iconic right. pop culture vehicles. Did you know? Created by Doc Brown. Did you know Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures were originally going to happen in a time-traveling van? Oh, really? And when Back to the Future came out in a DeLorean, the producers that were making Bill and Ted said, Whoa! Can't have another time traveling. Can't car, have another guys. time traveling. But you know what? There's that Doctor Can't Who show that uses a phone booth. Let's use that in Bill and Ted. Yeah, I don't know where they got the idea for the phone booth. It does kind of feel Doctor like they might, have, they might have stolen it at that point. But originally, it was going to be like a, a van. Like an 80s which stoner van. Which would have made more sense. Yeah, it would have made as much sense. Definitely. Right. My, uh, my number one is uh, from one of my favorite TV shows growing up. Nice. And the actor's name is Dustin Diamond. Dustin Diamond. And the character he plays is Screech. From Saved by the Bell. Screech. Man, I love me Saved by the Bell. I, I loved Saved by the Bell. I did. And just Screech himself. I mean, it's a gr- great, not a great concept, but it happens all the time. But you got Zach, who's the most popular guy in school. Zach Morris. Zach Morris. And Had then, a cell phone in school. Right. And then his best Whoa. friend is the super nerdy Screech, who is constantly chasing the super hot Lisa Turtle. Lisa Turtle. Great and he's always having to help Zach with the schoolwork or does the schoolwork right. for and him. And then A.C. Slater was like the fun rival right. friend. And then the girls were all gorgeous. And they all, all like, of all of them have gone on to other stuff. It's not really. Yeah, all of them except Lisa. Elizabeth Berkeley didn't do much after that. She did Showgirls. She did a couple movies before Showgirls and then, and then, and then Showgirls. So. And then Showgirl basically ended it. But, but Tori Spelling was in that show for a minute. She played the nerdy girlfriend of Screech. Uh, also... Uh, the girl who now she's kicked out of Scientology and everyone hates her. Oh uh, yeah, Leah Remy. Yeah, she was. She in was the, in uh, a couple seasons. The summer. The summer. Well, she was in the summer one. Yeah. So there was a summer episode or summer season where they went and worked at this like Jersey resort, Shore. like yeah. Jersey Shore thing. Yeah, and huh. she was like the. Uh, she was the daughter of the owner, owner. and Zach and her. Ooh, Zach. Zach got every single girl on that show. Zach Morris. Everyone was the man. Then they all went to college together. Right, and Not all of them, but it was most. And of them. Uh, Mike and Mike. His Mike Gullick's big brother was the RA. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, have you seen that meme of uh, Screech and uh, Lavar Ball? Not Lavar Ball, Lamelo. Which one's the one that got drafted by the the uh, the Lakers? Uh, Lavar Ball's son. Yeah, yeah, yeah Lamelo Mellow Ball. I don't know, but it's like, but it's like uh, other ball. Lisa Turtles like sitting there, and Screech is behind her, and it's like, are you gonna keep the baby? And then it's like <laughs> the ball kid. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's so hilarious. It's so good. Oh, man. Oh. But yeah, man, say by the Bell. I remember, like, very distinctively <laughs> having some, like, big plans one Sunday, and they were showing the, like, the wedding episode. Who um, got married? Kelly and Zach. I didn't know that. And so I skipped everything I was doing, and I stayed home to watch the TV special movie <laughs> set by the Bell. So how did you feel when they came back, and it was Screech and Mr. Belvedere with like the it. new class? Mr. Belding? Mr. Belding. Yeah, I didn't like sorry. it. I don't like it. I like so. I mean, I started it with the junior high years, when it was just Zach, Lisa, and Screech, and then and it was uh they went from there to high school, and then when they added uh AC Slater, AC Slater, and Jesse and Kelly Kapowski, Kelly Kapowski, and then they they had the couple mix-ins here and there. But yeah, Kelly when they tried Kapowski. When they tried to do the uh, the remake with just Screech and Mister Belding, yeah. wasn't happening. Yeah. Same yeah. by the Bell is nothing without Zach Morris. Right. Nothing. I think you mean Franklin and Bash. Nothing without Zach Morris. He actually but, just signed up. There's a, I want to say Fox or NBC is is doing this new like vampire drama. Yeah. And he just signed on to be like the, one of the lead roles. Wow. Here's how Zach Morris does a is a vampire. Drama. So here's how you know if it's going to be good or bad. If Mark Paul Gossamer has long hair in it, bad. Yeah, probably so. If he has short hair in it, good. good. Right. Oh, wow. So I never thought about it like that. Yeah, oh, but oh. You just go back and look at everything he's in and then look at the photos. If he has long hair, it's bad. bad. If he has short, short hair, hair, it's good. It's good. So with that, it's a good indicator. Yeah. yeah, with that, we'll let you guys uh, think about Say by the Bell and how great it was. And when we come back, we're going to get into the Nico DLG segment. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Hey, guys. It's the unlocally famous Joey Savage with Nerd Thug Radio. You know that. You're listening to the show. I want to talk about my friends over at Wild Thing Restaurant. 1488 I-45. They have the hottest girls, the coldest beer, the best food in all of Conroe. Get on down there. See the girls dressed up in them short blue jean shorts, them cowboy boots. They're going to treat you real nice. Ask for our girl Rocky when you're there. She'll take care of you. Just tell her Nerd Thug Radio sent you. That's Wild Thing Restaurant. I-45, 1488. Best scenery in town. Mm. Yeah. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Ow! The Captain Joey Savage. Core DLG. You got DLG. That was my yeah. James Brown. Ooh, that's good. Ow! Now do your Fred Durst. <laughs> <laughs> Silent. You listen to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, really 106.1. Sister Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. It's about that time we tell you about our friends over at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming. That's right. Conroe. I was going to say Woodlands. Like, not in know. the Woodlands. They're not. Bridge. I know. And I, this is Conroe. I know. I'm sorry, B-Max. Startle. Sorry. So, Conroe, with school wrapping up and summer fast approaching, when the kids need out of the house, they should go to Space Cadets. With comic books, collectible card games, board games, role-playing games, and toys, all in a family-friendly atmosphere, what more could a person ask for? Space Cadets Gaming Gaming has magic every Friday evening, and uh, various events going on every day, and especially on the weekends, Dungeons & Dragons, Family Game Night, and various other events are regularly scheduled at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming on Robinson Road in Oak Ridge. They are also oh, yeah. the host of the Nerd Thug Clicks Federation events that we are having. That's right. That's this right. Saturday, we will be there recording some more stuff. July 15th. We should have uh, some of that stuff airing on My City TV soon. Ooh. And I would just like to say, in the middle of July, or the beginning of July, I'd hope school's wrapped up by now. If you're still in school, you've got issues. Uh, or you're what, taking summer I mean, classes. Yeah, we got a guy right here in the room taking school right now. Issues. Right. Oh. oh. Issues. Oh. Look, lots of people like summer school. Do they? Uh, when I was in college, I liked it because I hated, I hated 
doing a class for 18 weeks. Like, I don't have that kind of mental stamina. I do. So I can learn it on my own anyway. I don't need you. Like, I'm paying <laughs> you because I have to. So this is more of a formality. Bottom right. line. Give me the five-week rundown, and I'll just I'll pass your test. Done like, so. I, I don't need. I wouldn't mind if it was a five-week rundown and I wasn't required to go to class, but most of the time in those classes, you're there yeah, for like, you are there. Right, a lot uh, in a day. I actually, uh, before we end, well, I'll be quick here. Um, you're always I, quick. I was... <laughs> I uh, made a deal with my uh, with my mom one time. I took a semester off because a buddy of mine had lined up some like government FEMA job thing for me and some boys, and we were going to go make a crazy money in Louisiana for a uh, semester. Everything fell through, but school had already passed. So mom was like, all right, well, you're going to make that semester up in summer school. I was like, okay, fine. So summer comes, and I'm like, no big deal. Well, the summer school program didn't want to let me enroll in 12 hours. Right. I was trying to do it at once, and they were like, not going to happen, bruh. And uh, I had to go to the individual professors and get a waiver. Okay. And the professor, two of the professors were like, if you want to, like, that's your choice. You're paying for it. And th- Right. And so the third one, though, sh- she tried to tell me no. And I was like, lady, you don't understand. Like, I'm Corey DLG. Uh, I am the smartest man at this school. Well, no, I, I specifically said, I, I said, if I'm signing up for it, I'm going to do it. I was like, this is my money. Like, no one pays for this but me. I'm on payment plans to do this stuff. Like, I'm, make it happen. Cam. Right. And she's like. You're going to need she, – she wanted me to write her a paper to get into the class. And I said, I'll do you one better. I'll write you a paper so that I don't have to take the class. She Ooh. was like, what? And I said, if I write you this paper that you want, I'll write you the paper, and we can go double on the length, and I'll turn it in here in two days. And if I get higher than – I don't remember what I said, 85 or something, then I don't have to come to class. I can just turn – I can just email you in the assignments. And she was like – Deal. She, yeah, she said, okay, fine. Deal or so no I deal? Did. She, deal. this was, I'll never forget it because she let me write. She said, Give me, originally it was like 300 words. I was like, Really? Really? That's a page. That's, right, yeah. right. Page and give a me, half. Give me yeah, 300 words about about anything you've just finished reading, and I want to know a critical analysis of it. I can do that in my sleep. Right. right. <laughs> and she didn't know how much I read at the time. I was like, Or how much you? we write. Right. And I was like, I can do it over anything. She was like, Yeah. I did it over, I did it over a comic book I read, and I did like, I did, I turned in four pages on it. And she was like, I got the email back from her. She was like, you definitely went all out on this assignment. I was like, because I don't need you, lady. He said, I didn't go all out. This is just normal. Right. This is normal. This is me at normal capacity. Don't test me. So let's say didn't have to go to class. Let's test Nico right here. All right, boom. Nico DLG segment. Hit it off, boy. All right. Hey, guys. Nico DLG here. Coming at you live. Woo! All right. Yeah! I've been reading uh, more comic books as of late. Nice. Very good. I like Uh, it. I dig it. We popped in, uh, I had a friend, uh, Sam, we popped into a comic book store, and I was like, oh, let me read some books off the shelf. We were, we were just hanging out for a few minutes. Samwise? Yeah, no. Samwise Ganji? Yeah, that's the one. Um, he, he was taking a break, you know, he was like, ah, I'm ordering How was tall fun. was he? <laughs> <laughs> he could ride a horse. <laughs> he could ride a regular-sized horse. Oh, man. Okay, uh, we, we, we were reading some comic books, and uh, I was a fan of uh, Generation Next, or X, from uh, the old one from Age of Apocalypse. Generation Next. Next. Nailed okay. it. And then uh, I was I was looking on the shelf, and I I remember you guys telling me about there's a new X Men book coming out. Right. And I was like I was like oh there's a Generation X, and I was like oh neat. And I was like I looked at the cover, and I was like oh the art's the art's decent. And I was like oh there's Quentin Quire. I really like Quentin Quire. He's he's a fun guy. Right. Right. Kid Omega. Kid Omega. And and then I open the book, and it's just garbage. It's just trash. That's like man. okay. So like the first thing I immediately notice is that everyone's face in the book is just terrifying okay so first of all before you go any further right one of your biggest pinpoints of not enjoying this book when you opened it was the artwork was the artwork thank you okay that is yeah comic book 101 you gotta have art if i can't 
for instance, Zach loves the Sandman series. Yes. And I have no doubt that it is probably a pretty good story. Yeah, it's written by Neil Gaiman. It's probably one of the better stories in comic books. And I cannot get past the artwork to enjoy the story. Right. If that was just, if, if someone just made a book about that with no pictures, I would probably right. read it, no doubt. But because of the artwork, I can't even go page to page. And that's right. fair. Like, you that's have just, to, you, yeah, it's, it's, a comic. It's, it's, a, it's a comic book, which is a visual medium. Right. Just like just like animation, like it doesn't matter how well you've written your show is if it looks terrible. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna mm-hmm. do about it? Yeah, what are you gonna do about it? What are you gonna do about? It? So the first thing I noticed is that the how about that now? Obviously, they don't. You're not gonna get the same artist to do the covers you're gonna do on the inside of the book. Sometimes right. they used to. Now, not so much anymore. <gasps> right, so much. They just hire the. Oh, this is the big name. He's gonna do the cover. We're gonna put right. his name on the front. And it's gonna be cool. Well, and it's good money for the cover artist type guy. He gets to right. do his pinups and his animation side work, right. and he gets to make a thousand bucks. Although a cover. it can be very uh, deceiving. Exactly. You really have to. Go to the old, don't judge a book by its cover. Literally. Because you see the cover, like, wow, this art's really good. But I urge all of you out there, if you're going to pick up a new comic book, don't go Flip off the cover. It. Flip, Flip through, through it. it and see if you dig the, right. the art you, style before you before you purchase it. Even the ink. You're right. The inker, you, he's got to be good, important. too. Mm-hmm. Very don't, important. Don't bend the spine, though. Yeah, don't, yeah, do, don't, that. Do, don't that. do that. Or Cordia G will show up out of yeah. nowhere. Yeah. Just, that's right. Hammerhead he Sharky. Re- he gets real bothered. That's Ooh, right. I've seen him. I've seen him around people. I can I can hear it from another room, and I yeah. teleport yeah. within yeah. a mile. Yeah. Right. Was that my teleporting noise? <laughs> yeah. And then you just show up in the room. They're like, oh, my right. God. Whoa, it's Corey DLG. Right. Are you Stop bending the spine? Your, yeah. <laughs> Stop abusing your comic books. You have to buy that now. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. So so I was reading it, and it was just, like, I just couldn't get past any of the art. Like, I 100%, like, I was always like, oh, Joey, it's such a... Zach was always telling you it's such a good story, but man, the art's so important. It is. It's, it is. The way that the faces were drawn, everyone just looked like this is this is a group of young kids. They're not young, but relatively young. Right, they're young mutants. They're young mutants. Right. And here they like Quentin Quire look like forty five. Like I don't know what's going <laughs> yeah, on. And a lot of times even with And he still has the same hairstyle, so it's just like he looks real cringy, like, oh man. And a lot of like, times with these comics, because I enjoy the artwork so much, I'll continue to read the story even though it's not very good. Right, because I think you can. I think you can forgive someone's like. Because you can almost put the story together through the artwork. Right. Even if the words don't. Even work if, with if it. even if it's not the best, you can you can piece together. You know, even if it's like, oh, this was a bad story, but the artwork was really nice, and I like it because I can just flip through and be like, oh, this is nice. Right. No. And yeah, artwork. But artwork is a huge relevancy. My question here, though, about that, I was kind of curious what which characters they used. Um, it was a bunch of new X Men. It was it was a book that I honestly I, I picked it up and I almost put it down immediately. But nice. the only one I really recognized was Quentin Quire. And there was a few other X Men, but they're all like in the background, like not visible. Yeah, because this is like a. What was it called again? Generation, Generation X. X. They basically, it's an old '90s title that they're bringing right, back. There's like, there's like a bunch of, there's a, there was an eyeball guy that had like a bunch of eyeballs all over. Yeah, him. he's from Wolverine and uh, Wolverine, the school X Men stuff. Okay, and then there was like this, this like girl with antlers. She's from Wolverine and the X Men stuff. Okay, um, those are the only. She's like there. a, she has a butler that was they call gold, the penguin. Was gold balls in it? I don't remember if Gold Balls was in it. I like that guy. He just gold opens balls. his mouth and Gold Balls come out. I know. I That's hilarious. It's a weird... Yeah. Anyway. It's a mutant power. It is. Know. I know. He's an X-Man. He's an X-Man. Yeah. It was just really disappointing. They and basically I- have kind of abandoned an entire generation of mutants, though. Right. After... Because Quentin Quire was part of that, like... Nah, he was separate, actually. But there was, like, a whole new X-Men run. So it was, like, Hellion, who was telekinetic. They had the Rock Slide dude... They had a, a Noli who was like a lizardy, chameleony type person. They had Dust, who was the that Muslim girl who could turn into like a sandstorm. Was Jubilee in it? Jubilee. She, she comes back, right? She trains she's like them the all. head. She's like the headmaster, I think. Yeah, she shows up in a few panels. I'm pretty sure. I'm trying to remember that. Yeah, right. like she's the head. She's the new headmistress, and they're trying to train like 
different types. Like, because now they're saying there's like three different types of mutants. There's like the weirdos who are never going to be able to function in the real world. Eyeball guy because he's covered in eyeballs. Uh, um, brain under chain guy. Right. Yeah. Then there's like there's like ones that eyeball could be guy. like ambassadors to the world. So like Antler Girl, she looks fairly normal. So like she could be like an ambassador for mutant kind. Right. And then they have like the ones who will be X-Men like Quentin Quire. Right. Now that makes sense. Um, That's fair. But so they have these three different kind of categories, and they're trying to teach these mutants how to. Yeah, no, that's reasonable. But I, I, they left off like so they did a whole new X Men run, mm-hmm. and then they changed the direction that they were going in because this was the class of mutants that was the kids, and then they basically changed everything. They did X Men Schism. Cyclops now had one group. Uh, Wolverine had the other, and so Wolverine took most of the new X Men with him to his Jean Grey School for Higher Learning. Right. But they were all like background players. Like these guys all had their own title. They fought Nimrod. They went to hell to save uh, Dark Child Magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, like they had some cool storyline. Wolverine and the X Men. Yeah, no, no, New X Men. Oh, the New X Men. Yeah. So like Elixir, he was this cool healer mutant, and right. he's actually he an like, Omega level mutant. Like, yeah, he could he, like he can change like the molecule setup of something. Right? right. Well, like no, he actually brought one of them back to life. Oh the, my god! Like a demon like ripped out the kid's heart, and Elixir grew a new heart, and but he still wasn't alive and he like he was like live and like it like jolted him alive so like that's pretty strong right so they had some really cool characters and, and now they, then now they just get sidelined here they the basically new the series just ended at a wall and then it jumped into the new x-men the crossover stuff mm-hmm. yeah and then whenever marvel brought back the all new x-men which that was, was the displaced one right it really just took a turn like even because there was a a time where even like cyclops had his own crew that he was he was training and there was right. like about four or five that could be really cool key players. There's one guy they called Hijack. They could basically like control oh, like, machine, vehicles and yeah, stuff. Vehicles, yeah, vehicles. It's yeah, so yeah, cool. And now it. you don't even really. Yeah, now that it doesn't even. Although, they, one surprise, Gwenpool was actually really nice. Was you really like good. Gwenpool? Yeah, it was actually pretty cool. Yeah, you hate her, don't you? Uh, I originally, Admit the hate. No, I didn't. Like, Admit the hate. I just didn't know her because I thought she was just kind of a throwaway character. Oh. Although doing something really like kind of fun. Like they put her in situations. She like she visits the Marvel universe where like everything's crazy, and then she comes back to the real world, and everyone reacts like a real person. Right. That's so like, neat. like at one point she like discovers she's in a comic book, and she gets like pushed out of a window because of her word bubble, because of the like the, the monologue bubble in her head. <laughs> and then they take her to the hospital, and they're like, "Why'd you try to commit suicide?" <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> like it's a really cleverly done book. But yeah. Other than that, there's a bunch of good books Generation out there. Generation X is garbage. Don't read it. But also Ooh. make sure you enjoy the artwork before exactly. you purchased. Flip through. Flip right. through. With that, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back up. We're going to wrap things up here at Nerd Thug Radio. Hashtag talking nerdy to you. Hey guys, Nico DLG here with Nerd Thug Radio. And with school wrapping up and summer fast approaching, when the kids need out of the house, they should go to Space Cadets. With comic books, collectible card games, board games, role playing games, and toys all in a family friendly atmosphere, what more could a person ask for? Space Cadets Gaming Gaming has the largest Pokemon League in Texas and various events every day and especially weekends. Dungeons & Dragons, Family Game Night, and various other events regularly scheduled at Space Cadets Gaming Gaming on Robinson Road and in the Woodlands. Yeah, hey, hi. Uh, this is Ernie Hudson, and I gotta just give up great respect for Nerd Thug Radio and great respect for you guys for tuning in for us. Uh, uh. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Uh, we're in the last segment of this week's awesome show. You are listening to us 
as always, every Monday from 1 to 3 on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Just a station. If you're outside of Montgomery County, tune in to IRLoneStar.com. You can download it on your uh, phone. You can get on your computer. You can listen to us worldwide. There's a lot of people in Japan and Russia right now that are listening to the Nerd Thug Radio. We have oh, a listener in El Salvador. Yeah. We do have some El Salvadorians yeah. Uh, yeah. listening to us. To be fair, that's where we're from. No. Not us, but our father. No. He's from Panama. He's from Panama. He's yeah, but Panamanian. He grew, he grew up Panamanian, in El But he's Panamanian. But if you were born in California and then raised in Virginia, you can't claim to be a Virginian. You're a Californian. Yeah, raised in Virginia. I've right. lived in Virginia my entire life. Right. You know where I've lived in my entire life? I'll tell you where I've lived. Where Wild Things, live? Sports Bar and Grill. Wild Things, Step sports into bar and this grill. place. It's the modern-day rustic saloon right here in Conroe, Texas, located off of I-45, 1488. They've got great scenery, cold drinks, great specials, and 500 TVs. No, I'm just lying. They have probably 50 to 60 TVs. A lot of TVs. In Wild Thing Bar and Grill. Just debuted a new menu recently? They just debuted a new uh, menu. They've got open mic nights, karaoke nights, Mm -hmm. DJs Mm -hmm. on the weekends. And then parties Saturday nights. Parties on the Saturdays. Conroe, Texas. The place to party is right on the cusp of Conroe before you get to Shenandoah. Don't even go that far. Nope. Wild Thing Bar and Grill, 1488, I-45. Right next to uh, Dutch FC Lions Club. Um, so if you're from Conroe, you remember the old uh, drive through safari? It's uh, right next to that. Just keep that in mind. With that being said, uh, we uh, talked a lot of comics last segment. Yeah, yeah. Nico DLG bringing yeah. up some stuff. Woo. Yeah. Uh, Marvel's doing some uh, some new stuff here. Uh, they've got a new uh, relaunch planned. They are entitling it Marvel Legacy. Yes, yes. Um, we were discussing this a little bit earlier. Yep, yep. So a few years back, they did a relaunch called Marvel Now, mm-hmm. uh, and they really tried to target younger readers, the younger uh, class of people. And they were pushing a wave of new heroes. Wave of new heroes. It was a, a take on older heroes, but new people. Like Sam Wilson was now Captain America. Right. Um, Thor no longer had his hammer. It was now Jane Foster. Right. Just this kind of your Iron Heart. Iron Heart. So some of the characters' names. There was a new Hulk. Amadeus Cho was mm-hmm. now the Incredible mm-hmm. Hulk. Amadeus Bro. And so they they went that direction, and they also created a bunch. I mean, there were so many books that came out. Right. Just with different you over a hundred people were getting uh, new titles and stuff. And uh, I don't think it went as well as they planned. I don't know. Comic uh, sales are relatively low for them. At they, this point. Yeah, they're yeah. not. They're not they're, doing as well. But you got to think when Marvel now, when they started doing the promos, everyone was very confused because at the time, the promos are so far in advance. Yes. That literally half the poster were characters you didn't know. Right. So and you got to think starting they, from scratch. They had like an Uncanny Avengers, uh, an Uncanny Avengers team. Uh, they had like four different Avengers squads going on at one right, time. Right, right, right. Uh, but now they're they're doing a new relaunch. Uh, they're calling it Marvel Legacy. Uh, they're also going to be bringing back some of your favorite characters. And I, I read a quote from, Corey, I want to butcher his name, but it's Joe Quesada. 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 He's uh, editor-in-chief editor of Marvel chief. Comics. They want to get back to where your Iron Man is Tony Stark. Your Hulk is Bruce Banner. Your Thor is the Odin son. Um, they're going back to some of the, the old numberings that they had. Um, yeah. They're picking up there. Um, they want to get back to that old feel, but with new stories, a new spin on it. There's still some newer characters that are getting books. Right, and I also think they're also trying to incorporate the other part of this because it's called Legacy. So they're going back right, to the right, old school right, right. Marvel. But I also think they're trying to incorporate sidekicks, mm-hmm. kind of bring back that old comic book feel. Feel, right. Um, which I'm not opposed to at all. I mean, I don't know. I, like it. I don't know how I feel about it because I I like when the comic book companies get aggressive and try new things. Right. 
this to me feels like they're keeping an eye on the market share and DC has been winning the market share here lately. Dominating. And, and so well, for DC, DC, it's a big deal because Marvel probably for 15 to 20 years has consistently been winning the market share battle. But DC also tried something similar. They did the uh, new Fifty Two. Well, but I don't think I don't think it's fair to call it similar because they didn't really introduce a lot of new characters. No, but when they went to New Fifty Two, they redid a lot of. They the redid the histories of characters. Right. They redid a bunch of stuff. But they kept like the different imagery. Types. Yeah, imagery was the same, and the characters. It was at least the same. Same kind of characters, right, but right. They, they modernized them. It was almost like their New Fifty Two was a version of Marvel's Ultimates to an extent. Sort they, of. They, they like, made, a, like a watered-down ultimate. Right. Yeah, and yeah, it didn't. Fair. I mean, I like the New 52 stuff. Uh, you did, do. And it was a good starting point. And it didn't end well and it so well. So then oh. they went back to the, the relaunch. I know. And, and <laughs> they've been, DC's been killing it, man. Yeah. They've been winning the one the, thing you can't deny. They've been winning been the decimating Marvel market. Well, I don't think decimating, but they're, they're no, winning the like market. They, they can't now. even get, like, Marvel can't even get a book in the top 10, let alone, like, DC's but, got, like, seven. But the reason, the reason why right now is DC is heavy into their... They're big. They've got how they're many big stuff right? There's now, like five like. different Batman comics, right? And I mean, people are going to buy Batman. No and they're what. deep. They're deep in their. They're they're about to start this whole new run of this uh, metal. Yeah, they've just got. So they're doing a lot of crossovers the one, right yeah, now. The one thing DC's got work. going is they oh, yeah, did the Looney Tunes one. Are, they're pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they commit to the bits. They're really nice. They did some events, but they kept them short. Like they did the Justice League versus the Suicide Squad. Right. It was on like a six issue run to where. Marvel, they've been doing, they've always done big stories. And right now, the only story Marvel really has going on is this thing with Captain America. Secret Empire. Secret, Secret Empire. Empire. And everything, all the legacy stuff is going to split after that. Right. And I think the problem with Marvel is right here, right now. They've got so much going on. Well, right now you're feeling. so many books. You're feeling event fatigue. Because I don't think they have more books than DC Comics. They have a lot of books. But so does DC Comics right now. Yeah, I don't both, think. They both have a good they're probably, books. I bet. I bet they're within 10 of each other as far as title count goes. But Marvel has kind of pre-planned sort of their trajectory over mm-hmm. the past 10 years with event, 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 event. And all the events kind of told one continuous story and led into each other. And you're coming on the tail end of and that you're, right you're, now. And, and the journey's over, but there's so much that has happened kind of so fast. Yeah. And so people are kind of burned out. Because you got to remember, every time one of these events happen, all the tie-in books and all yeah, the other it's, stuff. Yeah, it's hard. It's super hard to keep up with the stuff, And man. it's basically been every summer. Yeah. Which I'm, no, I'm not opposed to, like, big events and stuff. Um, but, but, like, when DC did their relaunches, after each relaunch, they kind of let everything simmer uh-huh. for a second. Uh-huh. They, don't, they don't then say, giant crossover! They, they, they wait. And then when they did the crossovers, there were small little, like, right. six-issue runs, right. six-issue arcs. That didn't really incorporate a whole bunch of tie-ins, right? I think, I think and that's didn't a affect the entire universe either. Well, and it, here's the thing: to be really, really clear, it's worked for Marvel until now, right? So they'll bounce back, right? Marvel's Marvel's way has worked this whole time. Like they were, I mean, when you guys are talking about right now, DC's ahead. Marvel was killing DC for like, years. Like Image was actually eating up on the back end of DC. DC for a little right, bit right. was kind of in a crunch, where The Walking Dead and Invincible might actually start out like. They were cutting into real numbers. Right. And then when Mark Millar had a couple books at Image also, like, Image was really cutting into the market share of DC moves, on man. the back end. making moves. So DC actually kind of started to look like a squeeze number two. And so, yeah, they're winning right now. And I, do th- I don't think it'll continue. Um, a lot of key creative teams are changing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott Snyder is now off of Batman, and his run was just epic. He did Court of Owls. He did the, the killing, uh, not the killing joke, but the one with the Joker 
where he cuts off his own face, and then he uh, he 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 took someone's hand, and it wound up being Alfred's hand. But Batman, for like, they kept everyone guessing during the whole crossover who's missing a hand, and like everyone kept showing up with their hands behind their back, and you're like, oh no, was it? Did they take that wing? Oh, whose hand was it? So like Scott Snyder did all of that. Whose hand was it? Whose hand was it? Who oh, it? Stone Cold! Stone Cold! <laughs> um, but so Scott Snyder was a big deal, and he's coming. He's now coming off his run. Right. Um, there was there was a there was a Justice League where they were going to do Brian Hitch as the artist, and now they basically have kind of scrapped it. So there was a lot of big stuff growing at DC that's about to change over. So we'll see what happens. Right, because I think they're I think they're kind of at a at a transition point. They're either going to stay strong or they're going to fold. The Secret Empire is coming to an end. And they're going. To, the relaunch is coming soon, so we'll see what happens. It we'll, should be we'll interesting. See what happens. One of the things that's not changing much during um, the Marvel, whatever, is the two X Men titles they've been having going. Blue and X-Men gold. Blue and gold. Although they are going to um, yeah, I know you're excited other. about this. I'm and, not. And a new Mojo storyline. I hate Mojo. I like Mojo. I hate Mojo. We'll see how it. I've happens. heard X Men Gold is pretty good, but I've heard Blue is just like weird. Yeah. It's like a bunch of side characters no one actually cares about. Oh yeah. really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like it's like Wolverine is not actually Wolverine. He's like Wolverine and someone else's son. Yeah, so uh, he's from the Ultimate Universe, and he's yeah, he's James Hallett's son. Right. Yeah, so Gold's right. pretty good because I think gold, uh, gold is good. Jean Grey leads Gold, if I'm not mistaken. I think so, and it's got like Old Man Logan. And they've been working with Magneto behind the scenes, and Blue doesn't know. And so during the Mojo crossover, They're that's going to come to fruition, it. and it's going to cause issues and problems, and... Mojo's back, and he's a creepy-looking guy, and he's really fun, and I like him. I hate Mojo. And, yeah, it's going to be <laughs> Anyway, great. the Falcon book is going to be a big deal. Sam Wilson returns as Falcon. He lays down the shield. But he still has, like, the American no, suit. No, not anymore. On it's the, an American-looking. No. I just looked at it today. It's not. It's oh, not. On the cover oh. for number three, he's it's black, green, and red. No, I'm talking about number one. I didn't see number three. Like, the, the debut issue, he's still, like, in a blue and red type suit. Oh, well, that might change. Yeah, no, they definitely showed initially, him initially like in, in like a black and red Falcon costume. That makes sense. And uh, they're doing a new Patriot, which kind of drives me crazy, um, yeah. because they just entered. So the Patriot from Young Avengers was Eli Bradley, and he's only been around for like seven or eight years. Yeah, and now he's gone. And somebody else is taking. <laughs> and now there's going to be a new guy calling himself the Patriot. And he got introduced in the Secret Empire stuff in the Falcons book. And the other thing is that it's actually Rodney Barnes is the writer. He's from TV. He wrote. He writes for the Boondocks, and everybody hates Chris. Yeah. So, so he's a big deal. Yeah. He, I always wonder when TV writers come to comic books, though. It can't be for the money. Like, I don't understand why they no. do it. They probably make a lot more money writing TV. Probably so. Um, yeah. This was kind of interesting. Side note, Poison Ivy, a bunch of fans uh, for the new Batman writer, he was about to relaunch her, and they asked that he not have her kill, and he was like, of course not. And then her very first appearance, she murders like seven people. <laughs> That's so awesome. Perfect. This yeah. is my story. Can't let the fans tell us Should what to have. do. I think it's a little weird, though, because the Poison Ivy fans like to cosplay as her, so they don't want her to be a right. bad guy. But, I mean, Harley Quinn's a bad guy, and Poison She's Ivy's a bad, a bad guy. guy. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just you don't have to cosplay as good people. Right. What's that like, requirement? Like, oh, but I want to dress up as her, so can you have her not kill people? Well, even the Emma Frost that people dress up no. as is the Hellfire Club one that right. murks that's, people. Right. That's an old version of her. Like, right. That's not even modern X-Men. But uh, with that, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, nerds and nerdettes, this has been episode 65 of Nerd Thug Radio. Don't forget, check us tomorrow on uh, facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. If you missed anything, the podcast will drop. But just go on Facebook and show us some love. Yeah. I'm uh, the Captain Joey Savage. Core DLG. Quentin Choir here. All right. Same nerd time, same nerd channel.
Thanks for checking out this production on Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's radio station. For more information on this show and other shows on Lone Star, check us out online at IRLoneStar.com. If you're interested in sponsoring a program on Lone Star Community Radio and reaching the local audience of Montgomery County on FM, Internet, and TV media, please call 936-647-5747 or contact us online at IRLoneStar.com. This recording is a Lone Star Community Radio production produced by the show host and Dick Schistler of Lone Star Community Radio. Interested in volunteering as a music DJ? Starting your own talk show? Yeah, contact Dick Schistler at dick at irlonestar.com or by phone at 936-647-5747.